from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka. This week on Nintendo Main. And we have special guest Jesse Bramall here. What's up? <laughs> I talked myself out of Fire Emblem at least three times this week. Did someone remind Nintendo of the Super Nintendo? shouldn't talk yourself out of it it's a great game welcome to nintendo main podcast episode 184 we are your hosts i'm trey had the beef jerky incident again johnson okay uh i'm jeremy frustrationation force mikowski i'm john do me a favor and bounce 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 on that Uba, Uba. knitter cool then this week we have a special guest and a mutual friend of ours for a long time, uh, Jesse Bramble. Long ass time. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? I don't have a nickname. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, we we've mentioned you a few times on the show. I mean, especially when we were talking about the uh, the whole epic uh, waiting for the Wii and all that. You and John both waited in line for uh, days at a uh, oh yeah Best Buy and all yeah that. like three so, three days yeah or, or weekend yeah we yeah weekend right two eyes. I may have to do that again for the next one. <laughs> it's nice, yeah, nice to have you on, man. Finally, I mean, I feel like uh, we've tried to have it happen before, but you know, schedules and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, how have you been? I've been doing pretty good, like working all the time. But I've been play- actually been playing a lot of games this last three days because I've had three days off. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen you. I mean, we're all friends on the on the Switch, so I've seen I've seen yeah. you've been playing a lot of stuff on there. But, yeah. But speaking of which, why don't we start off our show how we normally do and talk about the games we've been playing and the games that we bought. It's going to sound a bit like what I said last week, but uh, still been playing Forager. Yeah, Forager um, seems to have its hooks in you because I see you I've, playing that more than anything else, which is fine. I mean, that's great. I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad well, you Well, like I've uh, clocked in over 45 hours on it, so. Wow. It's getting up there towards the top of my most played games. Basically, what I did was I started a whole new playthrough. Because oh. I finished most of what I could do, and there's really not much to do, so I just start over again. I was like, "Well, can I do it a lot faster?" And so far, I'm almost I'm almost caught up. I'm actually ahead of where I was last week in the new file that I was on the old file. So, and it's in like less than half the time. So now that I know I'm doing, it's it was kind of funny through it speed run, and also uh, the main reason I restarted it was because I wanted to change the layout. It's a lot easier to do that from the get-go than tear everything down and rebuild it. So mm. I decided I was just going to do that. Man, it's such a fun game. And there's still uh, there's three different uh, DLCs teased, but we don't know much about them. In fact, I meant to follow the developer on. Uh, his name's Hopfrog. I meant to follow him on Twitter. I haven't done that yet, but I need to. So you've, complete, you've like totally completed the game, right? And you're... Uh... And now you're starting it all over again. Correct? Kind of. I didn't. I still didn't beat all the dungeons. 
So technically, no. Oh, so but it's not like new playthrough. I've beaten one extra dungeon. I finally figured out how to beat it. So the new playthrough, I'm in some ways further, but in a lot of other ways, you know, I have a way, way less money, and I haven't unlocked all the skill tree yet. So I'm not quite there, but I think the second file is going to be the one I take with me to the DLC whenever that happens. Oh. So whatever the deal, so is the DLC, is that like new areas that you can explore? Like, what does it entail? I think it's going to expand like the farming elements. I need to actually look at it. Hold on a second. Because it actually tells what it is in the um, in the menu. So give me just a second here. It's got, it's just cool that it has more coming. Oh, yeah, sure. If responsible for your addiction, Jeremy. Oh, you're the one who, yeah, you're the one who pointed this game out. Actually, so so it's like Stardew. It's like Stardew Valley, kind of. It's like a re- very reduced. Stardew oh, Valley. Okay. It's so, it's just ex- very hyper focused on just the resource collection and the crafting. That's like basically all it is. Huh. And, you know, there's a little, there's some light adventure elements, and there are some actual like Zelda style dungeons. Especially, it reminds me a lot of like the Game Boy. Oh, Zelda okay. games. those dungeons. Um, those are pretty fun. But the real fun is just like getting super OP and like generating way more shit than you actually need. And it's just it's just great, very satisfying building up to it. Um so yeah, so there's going to be a far, farm life which I suspect is a farming expansion, a combat update, so hopefully that just adds more enemies or maybe more dungeons, maybe a actual combat system cuz right now once you fully upgrade the sword, like you can just use that for everything. But I think maybe eventually they'll make it to where you do have to stick to the specific equipment for the the task, like you do in Minecraft, maybe for it to make be effective. Your weapons break, so you have to switch them. Out. Yeah, and <laughs> <Okay>. then there's <laughs> then there's four other question mark things that we don't know what those are. So yeah, that's what's being promised. I don't know if I have to pay for it or not. Oh, there's no nobody said whether it's paid or not. I haven't done a whole lot of research on it. I should. To be honest, I'm just very happy. I'm very happy with the game thus far and the entertainment it's provided me. So, sure. If the uh, DLC is free, that's just gonna be icing on the cake. Yeah, and and what did you you paid like twenty bucks for it, right, or something when it 20, came out? 20. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's up there with Stardew Valley as far as like the best bang for your buck. I think mm. Stardew Valley is still because that was twenty as well, right? Yeah, I thought it was, think it was. Stardew way better it's it's a much more flushed out experience i thought stardew, stardew valley i thought stardew was even like 15 i don't know i didn't feel like it was that expensive when it came out so yeah the dlc is it's cool i really hope to find out more info by following the developer i need to do that i'm sure he's i just get the feeling this person's probably active on twitter because they have a whole like every time you die in the gate or every time you start the game it shows like a cartoon image of him it says Hi, I'm Hop Hopfrog. I hope you love playing this game as much as I did making it. <laughs> anytime you die, I hope you don't hate it. <laughs> it's like you apologizing to you. It's like I hope you're Any, still enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, anytime you die, you see that you have to. It like reboots back to that. So early on in the game, I die a lot because you get one shotted by a lot of the early enemies. Yeah. Before you grab. So like it actually just makes you go all the way through rebooting the game. And seeing that message every time. So, like, mm. I'll be getting kind of frustrated sometimes if I'm, like, stuck on a part at the beginning and then I just keep seeing that message. I'm like, <sighs> it's okay. Don't, like, don't let that make you matter. That doesn't make me matter. You're like, well, he, he's happy that you bought the game. So, you know, he's, he's with you on this. That's what he's saying. 
basically. Like, right? You having some trouble? Give me a call. Here's my number. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it's I rec- I still would say I recommend it. Um, but I don't need to talk about it a whole lot more. I think I think I'll wait until there's a little bit more to say because right now I'm just I still haven't really unpacked all you can do with the systems. Uh-huh. And so I'm actually like segmenting my world out a little bit more this time and trying to have like a section for farming, a section for mining, blah, 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 blah. Once I get that all sorted out, I'll, I'll just say. So let's just end at that for this week on Forager. Um, I did try the Cadence of Hyrule demo, which we talked about last week. I Maybe. actually, I, I did that as well. I, I tried it just now and, uh, me too. What? Uh, yeah. What's What's everybody's thoughts on this? I think it's great. Um, I don't know if I want to buy the game until I master the demo. So it's like just one extra step back. Like I was saying before, I didn't want to buy it until I mastered well, the you, actual. Um, you wanted to beat a crypt, right? The crypt of the right. Necro Necrodancer. Yeah. So I, so I still think that might be a barrier for me before I buy Cadence. But if it goes on sale for like ten bucks, probably buy it. Well, it's like right now it's like twenty seven or something, right? Yeah. I think it's twenty. It's up there. I think it's twenty five, yeah. right? Like that's exactly. the regular price. I, uh, I I tried playing it early. I I still don't get it. Like I I didn't really get Crypt of the Nectar Dancer either. Like it doesn't. Like does it ever matter if you don't hit the beats? Like what's the point of getting the beats in the game? I think I played a little bit of Crypt of the Nectar Dancer, and I think like you can get hit if you miss a beat. I mean, I get hit when I'm hitting the beats it, too. It'll cause you. It'll cause <laughs> yeah. you to stall. I've noticed. Yeah. If you miss the beat, so then you actually literally miss a, a step. Yeah. And you're stuck in the place one extra time, which makes you susceptible to getting hit if there's enemies nearby. Yeah. Um, and I'm not completely sure. This is more speculation, but I'm wondering. You get diamonds for some enemies you kill. Yeah. And I wonder if that has something to do with like a combo system where you're doing it perfectly. Yeah, I don't and, know. Like dodging yeah. attacks correctly and all that. Yeah, Cadence is twenty four nine nine. Yeah, so but it's still tw- I will still say 25. it's far more accessible than. I think it looks. I mean, I think it looks better, and the and the music is incredible. I mean, the music's incredible on all of them. Like I, I downloaded the soundtrack to Crypt of the oh, Necrodancer. Um, I really love one of the things. One of the little touches I absolutely love in the graphics is the, is the reflection when you're in the water. Cause it's like a Sprite, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like an actual reflection, but it's just so cool how they do that. Like it just gives a lot more life to the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just that little, that little element on top of the art, just being beautiful in mm-hmm. it. Um, all the enemies look really cool. They, you know who they represent their analogs in Zelda world, but yeah, they still mm-hmm. distinctly unique. It's, right. I like that. They didn't just squarely go, model it right after the link to the past you know they kind of came up with their own thing mm-hmm. but there's definitely uh, there's definitely yeah. a lot of references in there that make that want to make you think of links to the past like the oh absolutely like the um especially like the uh, audio cues like the sound effects like sound exactly like they would in link to the past like you know even like when you fall into the portal to link to the past it does like the you know it does like that oh, noise yeah. of like you falling into the hole and all that yeah i just um I don't know. I just I just don't get it, I guess, on my part. I still don't understand the game and still How long did you play it for? I played it for like twenty minutes, I guess. I didn't play it for yeah. that long. But I mean I, I but I, I have but I've I didn't play it for that much longer. I played it for like an hour or so and I started to get it yeah. about that's about an hour it too. I, I mean, think I, I put about an yeah. hour in it. I've opened, unlocked several different warp spots where I can like mm. So it feels more it also feels more cumulative than uh, crypt because even though it's a roguelike in the in the sense that you lose a, most of your shit when you die. 
it's still really cool that you save like the locations you've gotten to. So the world does open up mm. as you play and it's a consistent overworld. So it seems like some, there are some like, I don't know if you call them relics or whatever they call them within the game, but there's certain things that you keep mm. between gameplay too. So that kind of uh, persistence of the, of the game world is pretty sweet. I think that makes this more appealing than crypt. Price-wise, not as appealing because Crypt's a lot cheaper. But how much? How much do you get from the demo? Like I, I'm telling you that I played it for 20 minutes, and you guys are saying that you played it for over an hour. Like, yeah. how how long can you play it before it like has a barrier that says like you have to buy the whole game? I don't know if it's a time-based barrier. I imagine it's a uh, it's based on like maybe getting to the first boss. That's just my guess because oh, okay. I haven't made it to a boss yet. But I did get to a spot where they were like, you have to go here and restore this structure and then they marked it on my map and so i wonder if that has something to do with it like maybe once you find that spot that's the end or whatever mm. but i think it's probably an objective based into the demo so i would i i did put this as my pick of the week because it's free and i think it's totally worth playing you gotta try it out it's great just the uh, demo. would i buy the game i still don't know if i would buy it mm. especially full price but the demo is fun enough to tinker around with that if I did that enough, I might change my mind. Have any of you heard how long the game actually is supposed to be? No. Uh, it's, I, heard, I, I don't think it's very long, but you but playing yeah. through it multiple times does actually get you That's more. what I heard. It's like yeah. you play it for it's the first, you can get through it in a few hours, especially if you know how to if you know what you're doing. But that you, know, you can play it for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, I think I think it encourages you to do more playthroughs because you get more stuff every time you beat it, so yeah, no, I, I guess I think if you know where you're going, you can get through it in like an hour or less. Is what I gathered well, from I, it. I also heard because it's like roguelike. Some people could like it takes them like several hours to beat, and other people it takes them like a couple. Right. Well, sure. I mean, it depends if, on how well you grasp the gameplay concept. And yeah, I've run yeah. into some spots where it's just a little too hairy for me. I don't. I'm not there yet, and I get killed real quick. But um, play it. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I I played a little bit of it earlier. Um, I wanted to play more, but I ended up playing another game that I'll talk about later that that I got. But so today I did finally pull the trigger on a extermination force. Uh, You showed me this at um, at uh, the Midwest Gaming Classic tray. I thought I thought you had forgotten about that game. I thought everybody forgot about that game. Well, it's a fun game. I never I never really forgot about it. And seeing you play it and trying it a little bit, like I was, I, it was on my radar. But um, it's on so sale. So I did too, see it right? at the top of the show. Was, wasn't it on sale? Or I think it's still yeah, on sale. Yeah, it's on sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it wasn't that much so, when it came out, so it should be like less than ten now. I think. Yeah, it was ten. It was ten initially, and now it's like um, it's like seven something. I think. Oh, okay. I uh, but so I did say at the top of the show. I, I stopped myself from buying Fire Emblem at least three times this week. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was the whole thing where I had like basically just had to hit one more button and I would have bought it in the eShop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just keep hearing so much about it and I want to play it because it sounds great. You haven't talked much about it, Trey. You talked about it a little bit, uh, the episode we did, but I haven't heard many updates from you about it. So I talked about I it last know. week. A little bit. Yeah. But yeah. I'm still just kind of like, about uh, I'm intrigued by it. It's definitely lingering in the air and, and uh, the whole gaming landscape right now is like oh, yeah, it's a great game. So yeah, I kind of want to be there, you know, it's, but the thing is like every time I'm about to do it, I convince myself not to because the, the core gameplay is a gameplay that I usually give up on. So. Turn-based. Yeah. 
Turn-based strategy. I, that's never... like one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite genres. I, do you have Fire Emblem, Jesse? I didn't buy it yet because I've still been playing through uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, okay. And you, you have Gamefly, right? So you could, you could rent it? That's what I do, yeah. yeah. I, I usually play the game until I'm through with it and then purchase, and then it sends me the next thing on the queue. Uh-huh. So that's yeah, cool. that's usually how I get my games. Yeah, Fire Emblem. I, I like. I mean, I still like Fire Emblem a lot. I just, uh, like I said, too many games. There's too many games coming out. <laughs> I got. I get distracted really easily, and they and yeah. and I was like playing a lot of it, and then like you know, those the two big games that I'm going to talk about this week came out, and yeah. they and I got super distracted by those. But I, well, I mean, I, um... I, but I think it's a solid game. But I was going to say like on the su- on the subject of like it being a certain type of game. I do think that's a little bit easier than most of the Fire Emblems. I okay. Don't know, I don't know if that's a good That's a good thing. I think that's probably a good thing. Some people are saying it's a bad thing. For me, well, I've heard that it's for more me, I think it's a better thing. I think it's a good thing for me because I've never finished a Fire Emblem ever. Because they yeah, all, me neither. Because <laughs> they all end up getting me neither. They all end up getting too hard or like I get to a point where I can't progress anymore, I lose interest or whatever. Or I didn't play it the right way. So I I really I'm really, really adamant about getting through this one because i really want to see like the way the story goes and all that and a lot of people have been talking about it so i am i'm still into it and there is like i got last week i talked about getting petra on my team and actually i'm on the verge of getting uh what was it a bernadetta on my team also so like i have i got two and i'm like i almost have a third one so it's kind of fun to try to recruit other people from other houses on there once i get those two i'm going to try to get like the characters that aren't in houses in my house as well. Cause you can get ones that are like on the faculty to join your house mm-hmm. as well. So I'm going to try to do that before the uh, time change is kind of where I'm at on that. Well, it, yeah, the game sounds fun. It sounds like, and, and looking at, you know, my most anticipated game now is, um, dragon quest without a doubt. That's sure. the one I want. That's the one I really want. Um, and it's so far away that I'm like, maybe I can, maybe I can hop into an RPG now. I don't need to wait another month and a half. Uh, so, I might still pull the trigger on it, but I instead I took so part of it too was that I was using my gold saved up gold coins, which was gonna knock it down to like fifty seven after tax. Or fifty seven or fifty eight. So it was still less than sixty. But um I was like, you know what? Extermination force. And I and I decided to buy that because I knew I kinda liked it already and it was on sale and I got it for like a little over four bucks. Yeah. With have- my discount. Yeah. So what do you think of it? Uh, it's fun, but it's definitely frustrating because, and I call it frustration force for that reason. Um, <laughs> I was literally yelling at my television in the second boss. Oh. And I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be bad. Yeah. You, like, my cat was kind of freaked out by it. You you do. Yeah, you do kind of have to grind a little bit at the beginning, but I, I don't know. I thought it was really good. Like, I, like, I, thought, I like the game a I'm lot. I'm getting used to the controls, but it does feel like you're fighting the physics, maybe not necessarily the controls, but you're fighting the physics because it's got fairly realistic physics mm-hmm. in it, which causes like, you know, so that second boss where you have to like climb up the things like a ladder, like that part was really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was making me yell. And that was only the second boss. So I haven't beat the third boss yet, but I'm already not as mad at the third one as yeah. I was at the second one. I, I feel like what kind of game is that again? Is that an action game? It's, it's a boss rush game. It's like Contra. It's like Contra, but with it's just like bosses. Contra, but straight yeah. up boss rush. Yeah, you but do. it's a little bit like Shadow of the Colossus too, because yeah, you're climbing the enemies bosses. are giant and they're yeah. they're actually represent the level as a boss. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I mean, I 
I like talked a lot about it for a few episodes, like when I got it, because yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was made by the same people who made uh, Gunman Clive for, yeah. for uh, oh, 3DS wow. and all that. So, uh, but you'll see like uh, references to that in it, like billboards and stuff. Yeah, there's there's an ad, there's a couple advertisements in the background that you'll see. But no, I, I had a blast with it, and yeah, no, it's basically you're there's no you're just playing bosses. There's no like lead up to the boss. It's just a boss, but it's all about like trying to figure out how to defeat the boss and climbing on the boss and. Yeah, it's kind of like a mix of of uh, Contra and uh, yeah, and, uh, that and maybe other even one like Mega Man a little bit. Yeah, there's definitely pattern recognition is really important, and uh, and then you have to actually um, navigate the landscape at the same time, and it's like puzzle elements to figure out what they're weak to. Sort of. So far, I don't think I've been thrown anything too tricky, but eventually, it looks like it gets a little more complicated. But the bosses look really cool. The game itself is beautiful. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's a cool, like, you know, it's a 2D game, but it's fully 3D graphics. So they've done a lot of cool stuff with that. And it's got that, it's got a very Nintendo like charm to it and the cartooniness of it. Even though, you know, it's a, it's a game with lots of bl- explosions and stuff, it still like feels pretty chill in that regard. As far as like, you know, you're not seeing like Viscera or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun. It's just fr- like I said, it's frustrating, but at least I can just you know play it. It's it, the model of the game is great because you just pl- play a boss, then you go and you play a boss, and you go back to the hub world. So mm-hmm. it's very like pick up and play friendly. Yeah, you you do like I said, you do have to grind a little bit, like because you can uh, if you make enough money, you can buy uh, extra stuff to like more to power you up better. So yeah. at the beginning, I did find myself like going through those first few bosses but I, I feel like they throw you some really hard stuff right at the beginning so it's kind of it does take a minute to get into it but stick with it because i think all the bosses are a lot of fun i think i feel like the later the later you get the more the more entertaining it gets so it's gonna be a yeah. great mobile game yeah um i'm gonna play it a lot so but i can't yell when i'm on the bus <laughs> so that's gonna be interesting you can you can yeah. in chicago you can everyone people, else uh, <laughs> people might look at you here people people yell on the bus sometimes but it's usually i don't know i guess i would fit in in some regards <laughs> but so yeah i've also been playing mario maker 2 which which i finally are. tried out that yeah. 3d dungeon crawler level um i tried out all the new levels uh you may you and just made Trey. i think I actually got some world records in those Did um you, have you played my new, have you played my new one yet the one with the coins yeah yeah, yeah, I have the world record in it. Oh, nice. The oh, flying yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, uh, yeah. was it Coin Coin Mania or Learn Learn to Fly is what it's called. I, I was I was doing some uh, Bright Eyes reference in there for uh, for Lifted. <laughs> this is going for. I played it a lot because I wanted to get, I wanted to set a, a hard world record to beat, but I, I mean, I know someone's going to beat me, but I played it several times to try to figure out the optimum path mm-hmm. and all that. So it was a good time. I enjoyed that level. Yeah. It was a nice, it was a pretty simple concept that I hadn't seen anyone do yet. So, well, I, really. I was just playing the game regular and I ran into a level where it, it was like a 3d, it was like a new super Mario brothers level, but it was like collect all the coins and there were a bunch of them. They were like, uh, you know, they're like trampolines and stuff. And I'm like, Oh shit, I could do this with the, with the, um, flight one because i was trying to recreate the pilot wings one that i made in the first mario yeah. maker the one with yeah it was the, like, the first level you made I think. with the spinning like uh and i actually got like kind of halfway through it but i wasn't i don't know i wasn't feeling it as much and i was like well wait i could just do an easy one where you can't die and you can just fly around and collect coins 
and I, you know, and I, it, I thought maybe it could be a precursor to my like, to my later flying one that involves like death and spinning blades and all that. So yeah, I just kind of like threw it together. I mean, it, it still took me a few hours, but I was like, oh, this is really fun to play. So I'll just it is. I'll just put I that enjoy up. it. I, yeah, I recommend the level. Um, I did play the level that John. I'll let John talk about a little bit more, but I did try that level, uh, the one he's going to mention. But uh, mostly just you know tooled around with those levels that I hadn't tried yet. I didn't really make anything or feel like I made any progress anywhere. I mean, I've long, I've long done beat the story mode, so there's nothing left to do there. So yeah, that's Mario Maker Two. I did buy this. I haven't talked about my Perler Bead shit for a while, but I did buy an official. Nintendo brand sponsored. Whoa. I don't know yeah. they probably sponsored those. It's got the seal of quality on it. It's a licensed it's a licensed product to make these uh it's eleven different uh Mario three sprites. So those three up there and then this these eight ones. Did you get it online somewhere or where'd you get it? Yeah, it was a uh how much was it? It was like eleven or twelve bucks on Amazon. And uh, speak, speaking of Perler Beats, I, I secretly snuck in a Perler Beats tier on our Patreon, if anybody's interested in getting a yep. Perler Beats thing from Jeremy. You should order them because I need motivation to make more. At the, I, I, put yeah. it, I put it to $10 level if you want to give us 10 bucks for the month, Jeremy will make you a Perler Beat. I think there's only a couple available on there, but yeah, if you want him to make make you something. I threw that and I'll even talk to you about what you want. You know, it could be a somewhat custom one. Yeah. Well, I put a, I, I put Mario Maker sprites because I know that's mostly what you make, but it might, we might be able. to They're go the most that. relevant and fun because in Mario Maker you can actually combine elements and, you know, yeah. if you want if you want, uh, Raccoon Mario in the Kuribo shoe, you can specifically find that sprite just by sure. making it in the game. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. Um, oh, and then uh, last the last thing, a random thing, I went to a couple of garage sales on Saturday. I haven't been to a garage sale in quite a while, but I was like, I got. I hope I find something Nintendo related for the podcast, and I did. But it's really not that exciting. It's a Wii balance board. Oh, hey, I, all right. I have one of those. Oh, that's worth it. It's a uh, collecting it, dust behind my TV, but I it have was it. twenty five cents. <laughs> Oh wow! That's maybe they'll, maybe they'll make some Switch games for it. Never, so even if I never going to get a better uh, deal than that, twenty five <laughs> cents. It's twenty five pounds, so that's a pretty good deal. Um, it's I penny, uh, penny a pound. Yeah, the batteries exploded inside of it, so I'm not super hopeful, oh, but no. I'm going to give it a try. Um, I'm sure I can buy a compatible game for like next to nothing because it's the Wii. Well, you well you could buy a. I think you can buy Wii. Was it Wii U Fit Plus or Wii U Plus or whatever it was called? You could probably get that for next to nothing. Because I bought it when it. I bought it like when I bought the Wii U, and I think I got it for like ten dollars or something. So it was really really cheap, and it was digital even also. Yeah. Well, hopefully I'll have it fi- something figured out by next week to talk about it. Because I would at least like to buy a game for it. But it's a cool little thing to have, especially if it works. Mm-hmm. Which ever have the batteries exploded? No. And it was like, it was at this garage sale where it was just, I don't know, it was just sitting on this table with a bunch of random crap, because that's how garage sales work, of course. But yeah. It's like, wait a second, what is that? Like, it looked familiar, but it's not a very Nintendo <laughs> thing. It's just like a grayish you forgot about the You forgot about the Weebo? You were like, you weren't like, oh man, the Weebo, where you been? The Weebo yeah. and the actually, balance board? <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> use the balance board a lot, because I played that Wii Fit game constantly. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> 
I remember way well, back in the day. I remember John bought it also when it came out. I did because I think uh, honestly, one of my old roommates, I think Darren bought that and he left it here, and that's how I ended up with the balance board because I never bought it because I was like, what am I going to use it for? I actually, yeah, I played the Wii Fit game on the Wii U, which actually used the balance board too. Yeah, that's what I, I was saying. Correctly. I did. I did get that one because I had the balance board and it was really, really cheap. And I bought like yeah. a little. I bought like the step tracker or whatever that came with it. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had that little tracker. Yeah. I was actually uh, I was doing housekeeping jobs and had that tracker on me. I really wanted. That's pretty cool. I really, I really wanted to ask the person at the garage sale. You know, you know, a, a common collector tip you'll see in game hunting is like. Ask the person if they have more stuff, you know, that they didn't sit out. Like, yeah. if I was like, oh, do you have any more Wii stuff? Yeah. I wanted to ask him that, but, like, the person that was, like, sitting at the front of the garage sale, like, was kind of, like, bossing the other person around that was with them. So they wouldn't, like, actually take money for anything. And they would be like, hey, get over here and take their money. Oh, okay. And so, like, and then the person came up and they seemed like they were a little, like, frustrated about it. And, like, I don't know. I just didn't want to, like, hey, uh, do you have any more Wii stuff? They probably <laughs> they probably did though. I mean, they probably got a big stack of Wii games. I don't know. I, mean, uh, I don't know. Wii was big Who before knows? the Switch. Who knows? I mean, I figured, I'm sure they had a Wii, Wii Fit, or maybe they sold it. I don't know. Maybe it, that was the last one thing. Wii merchandise. I I don't know. I guess it, I guess it wouldn't be only digital. What I really want to play is that. Do you guys remember that Rabbits game? They made like a Rayman Raving Rabbits game where you only use the uh, where you where you lose use the balance board, but you like sit on it. And you like use your yeah, you, use your butt like bobsledding. Yeah, you like sit on it and lean, and it's like use your butt to play the balance board. I always wanted to play that one. Like that was probably the one that I thought was most interesting of of all of those fun. balance board games. If I remember you, using the balance board for or we punch out. Yeah, yeah, I did that too. Terrible, way, terrible way to play that game, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was awful, that. but it was yeah. fun. <laughs> oh man, I should try that because I own that game. So it was, I it was a, awful. I wouldn't even need to buy a game. Like that, I tried it. it. Yeah, fun to, fun to fuck around with it. It makes it really hard to get. It, it makes it hard to progress through the game because it's not as accurate as it should be, you know, with a controller. But well, yeah. it's like an arcadey boxing game. Yeah, uh, that was designed around using buttons, and then they tried to add that and it just doesn't really work because you it's it's very fast and yeah you can't you can't make the movements and they don't work every time so yeah, yeah exactly. it's not Wii sports boxing it's fun to just well, that didn't work either to mess around <laughs> yeah but it's it, like you know they like when they made arms recently that was designed around the, mm-hmm. the idea of motion but this you know it was made on the nes and it's designed around the two button concept yeah. so sure the way to play that game is with like the nes setup but yeah yeah it was cool that it was on there though, and yeah, my one of my roommates bought that game, and he uh, and he played it with the balance board, and I'm like, "What are you doing, man? You just gotta play, <laughs> just play with the Wiimote, you know, because you're not gonna get that far, you know, because it's yeah. Once you get into the really difficult ones Ooh. that are all about like all about countering and all that, you're not gonna do that well with the balance board. But it's you know, it's fun to fuck around with. So you can, yeah, you can I'll have to try it. it out, and then I'll. I mean, I bought this on Saturday, but I didn't have any AA batteries, so. Mm-hmm. That's why I haven't actually tried it yet. Plus, well, I left it at my partner's house because I didn't want to take it home that day because it's twenty five pounds. I don't remember it being that being that. Do you want to get this? It's, it's the not twenty five, but, but I forget. Like, I forget that you don't have a car, so uh, I remember they I made a hauling it around a little bit. A Sean White snowboarding game, and that was the thing that they were. Uh, oh yeah, they did. 
Yeah. You could use it for you could also use it for the skate game that came out on Wii, which Ooh. I really liked that game, but I didn't play it with the balance board. I played it with a Wiimote. Looks like I can get Wii Fit the original one for like between like like four dollars or three fifty five with free shipping is the lowest price, and then if I want it with like a case and stuff, it's closer to five. So I mean, if I did buy this and had a combined total of a little over five bucks in it, it would definitely be worth it. For the experience, or you know, just well, to just to it. run around Wulu Island. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, oh, I, man, <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know more about this than I do. You've actually played it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna buy it though, Jeremy, buy the Wii U one. Like, really, like, don't get the Wii one. Get the Wii U one because you can do a lot of cool stuff with the Wii U gamepad as well. Like in there, like it involves like extra motion control and stuff like that. Like with the Wii mote, and wow. I think that's the better version. Is is the Wii is the Wii Fit Plus so. If you're going to get one, go for the Wii U one. And then you got to get your tracker. You got to find a fitness tracker. Oh, you could probably get Uh-oh. those for a couple bucks too. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, I bought it when it was That's just like yeah. a really, I mean, I've got my Fitbit. I don't really need. I bought like tracker. three or four of those back when that game came out. Cause I kept like l- losing them. Like they get, they'd fall out in a road and a car would run over it. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if this happened to you, but every time I wore it, like if I went to like, if I was wearing it and I went to like Walgreens or like under the yeah. place, it has one of those things that like, Detects that you're stealing stuff. It would always go off. Like when uh, I went in there. No, that never happened to me. So like Weird. the Wii, the Wii U Fitbit would always set up, set off the alarm whenever I went to, <laughs> whenever I went to a I store heard. that had that. And no, it happened like every time. So yeah. I like kind of. I think that's the reason I stopped wearing it actually, because every time I went anywhere, the alarm would go off, and I'm like, like when I was walking in and leaving, you know. So I'm like, it's got to be. Yeah, the, never it's had be that the Wii problem. U thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. But no, I, I remember I got that for like really, really cheap. Like it was less than ten dollars. Like at the time when Wii U was still a thing, so I think you can get it for like next to nothing. But but no, we we fit plus the Wii U one's pretty rad. I mean, I, I I had some fun with it. I don't intend to actually use it much, but it's just like a fun thing to have. And it was a quarter, and who knows? I may not have bought it if I didn't feel like I was just paying twenty five cents for some content for the podcast. So yeah. there you go, we fit. I mean, you can't. Um, you can't find a better deal, really, for that. No, and I mean it's it was a true garage sale price, um, and it was right next to the farmers market, so we just like literally just walked over there. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Well, I've been playing a little bit more Ducktales. Yeah, Woo-hoo! yeah, me too. Actually, uh, we're gonna we can uh, tag team on that one. Uh, sure. We because uh, so you were talking about last week talking about like swimming mm-hmm. in the money and all that. So I I went yeah. and did that. And there actually is there actually is a reason for it. You said like it was oh, just there it? to have fun, but no. Uh, from what it, so like every time you beat a level, whatever the main mm. treasure is that you get, it shows up in your money pit. So oh, like your money pit will change, and I think depending on the amount of money that you get, your money level actually rises as well. It'll get it'll get higher depending on how much you have. So swimming in there does have a point. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So it, cool. it is like a reference onto how much you've progressed in the game but yeah no it's a it's a lot of fun i I played it i played it again and um i I was playing i was playing it on monday and uh, i played through another level and uh yeah no i I, i've come around i'm like oh no you know what i like this game you know so the pacing doesn't bother you as much no i've gotten into it more i guess i like the idea of them taking an old game and fleshing it out i still wish there should there should be I still think there should be the option to take out the cutscenes and all that and make it more like the original. To make it exactly like, yeah, the yeah. purest version. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm really enjoying it. I still haven't, I don't know if I've even beaten the level yet. I've just kind of gone around and mm. sampled, I think, most of the levels. But um, I went to the Transylvania level. Yeah, I went there, I went there too. Uh, I went through the, uh, I went to the first, uh, I got through like the first part. Well, I played, a, yeah, I played the moon and then I went and did the uh, Amazon mines mm-hmm. and, and beat that. And then I went to Transylvania for a little bit, but I didn't beat that one yet. Yeah, it's a good challenge, and you know, sad to say, I can't really recommend it to anybody because it's not out there anymore. It's just no. gone; it's disappeared into the ether. Physical. I meant to buy it, and I forgot to. You can get it. You can get it physical still. Um, yeah, there, I mean, it there didn't is disappear. an actual. Yeah, there there is possibility of getting it, but no, I mean, it's. I kind of wish I would have bought it when it came out because I ended up really liking it. I was kind of like, I guess maybe it was too expensive at the time or something like that, but. But I kind of like didn't get it because I was like, oh no, I heard all these bad things about it, so maybe I, I, and I probably just couldn't afford it, I guess. But, but yeah, no. Now that I'm playing it, I've really been enjoying it, and it, it's cool. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm gonna beat it for sure. I mean, it doesn't take that long to beat, but I'm gonna finish it. Yeah, and I've been playing the a woo when you beat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope there's still, I hope there's still multiple endings for it because the NES one had multiple endings. Yeah, I would bet they even flushed it out more, you know, with all the animation and voiceover they're doing. I'm excited to see what the ending actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Mario Tennis Aces, I've been playing hey, what do you, more what of that. Do you, what do you think? Uh, you're, well, I guess the trial is over now, right? Trial's over now, yeah. How much? So uh, is it just no longer function as an app, or did it delete itself? How does that work? Uh, I didn't even try it. Probably, but it kept probably saying, just like, doesn't. I would guess it just like, doesn't function as an app. Like, when you go to, uh, on the, on the, um, what do you call it? The app square or screen, whatever. Mm. Uh, there's like a little timer and everything, and it would yeah. say you have you know three hours left or whatever. So I haven't checked it since it's expired, but I don't know. I'm still I'm not moved. You know, I'm definitely not paying forty bucks for it or whatever it is. Oh sure, no, I figured you wouldn't get it, but you can try it no. out. You know, I, th- I but mean, at least you're the only one that got to have that experience out of out of us, the three of us. <laughs> well, I know Jeremy didn't like it, but I. I'll, I'll fight for tennis. I think tennis aces is a good game. It, I just want them to do this with a game that I don't own. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that, I'm waiting for because we mentioned Sorry. it last week. It was available on the Japanese eShop for uh, Captain Toad, but mm-hmm. I wasn't able to get it because I didn't have a Japanese Nintendo. I mean, I already own that account. game too. It's not on. Well, the so Switch. do I. But I but I wanted to play the extra DLC stuff and play it in VR and all that stuff. So. Oh right, I forgot yeah. the VR. Yeah. Played games. I rule. We already talked about that. Mario Maker, of course. Yeah, my pick of the week for Mario. It's for Mario Maker. It's Mario Maker level again. Level of the week, uh, yeah. Level of the keep week. Keep it going. Yes. Keep it going. Yes. It's third third week. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind throwing level of the week in there in the in the in the description of the episode. You can find it there. Yeah. Um, so the level is called Legend of Easy Setups Three. I forgot to write down the name of the person who who made it, but I should have done that. Um, and what it is is. Essentially, you're hopping on Koopas throughout the whole level. Uh, not just hopping on the Koopas, but you have to hop on either the left side or the right side of the Koopa mm. to send the shell to the left or to the right. Oh, okay. And so there's usually some kind of mechanism underneath the Koopas that need the shell in order for you to progress to the next phase well, of the actually, level. It's actually, it's the, uh, it's how the, the Koopa, when it flies out of its shell, like mm-hmm. where it goes afterwards because it. Oh, right. Yeah, supplies yeah. you with a second jump for each Koopa. Mm. Right. It's really hard. I haven't beat it yet, but I do enjoy the... I think it's a really well-designed level. Mm. I got to the second or third flag. 
Yeah. Before I gave up on it. Yeah, it's tough. It took me like 30 minutes to actually beat the level. Huh. And I don't know how many times I died, but there's one point at the end, which is really tough. Like you had to, I'm forgetting exactly what it was exactly, but you, you had to like jump off like three Koopas in a row. And then you had to go up in the air and check, kind of like change your momentum and throw a shell the opposite way. But then wow. you go throw a shell to the left, but then you're moving your body to the right to land on another Koopa. Um, so it's all about timing and everything. I must have played the level probably a hundred times in that thirty minutes. You know, oh, yeah. died quite a bit. Um, I've got the name but, of the person here. The German. Was that? I think that's what this flag is. Mega Tefit. M E G A T E F Y T. But I can actually sounds about right. I'm sure we'll put Trey can put the course ID in the description. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it when I'm but editing. Put it on it's it. pretty fun. I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back to it. I like I liked it so that I could go back to it and try it again. John like has the world record on every single one of my levels. It's funny. <laughs> well, John is uh John is a world record man. I've well, seen like world other records. people get the world record and then he comes in and gets the world record back. <laughs> He's definitely all about getting world records, that's for sure. Yeah. That's that's I like thing. the notification thing, because when I I saw it on it, it says, Oh, someone took the world record. I'm like, No, they didn't. I just gotta like I'm not gonna play whatever level I was gonna play, I'm I'm getting my record back. Mm. Well, we can keep uh just uh, did you have anything else to say about that Mario Maker level, John? I'd just go no. try it out. It's really fun. It's really fun. It's, it's very challenging, but mm. you know, also uh, fun at the same time. Yeah, and, and I like any levels where you have to hop on uh, the enemies, enemy to enemy. I just think that uh, uh, is a fun mechanic in the game. And if you're not, yeah, if, if you can't for some reason you can't see our uh, description of the episode, uh, the number is five three J S one N. B9G is the number of it. The Legend of Easy Setups 3 is what it's called. Fun Koopa jumping and all that stuff. Do you want to go talk about your stuff, Jesse, that you've been playing? I, I yeah, know, sure. I, I know a couple. I know one of them we have in common. Actually, a couple of them we have in common. But uh, yeah, what have you been playing what, for the week? Which one? Uh, Turok 2? Well, Turok 2 and DC Universe Online. We've both been playing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I played, I played actually quite a bit of DC Universe Online. Um, yeah, you played it. You played it a lot more than I have, actually. And we've both kind of run into some uh, some problems with the uh, with the new like um, membership op- membership option. Yeah, so I actually it was interesting. I saw like some people that were that were Switch uh, owners like talking like how great this game is. Like in the in the fir- when it dropped, like mm-hmm. people were dropping videos, and it's then there were like response videos on yeah where people were compl- like t- saying like beware of this game because it's it gets money it gets like it, it exploit a little bit more exploitative as as you go along mm. yeah where I, I i i got frustrated is like so you when you get to that cap that level cap and With then 30 right yeah and then you you're going to want to probably to continue playing you'll probably want to get a subscription yeah but my frustration is, is that they, so you, you, you're probably going to like, at that point, it's like, you're like, okay, I've played this to level 30. You get an idea if you want to pay for a subscription. So that's, that part's fine. But then I was like frustrated because it looks like there's a lot of like pay to win stuff in it where it's like, you can get, um, you can get gear that you would normally, most people are going to go play hours and hours of PVP to get that gear, but other people can just buy it. <laughs> so well, I feel like. I mean, I feel like a lot of MMOs have that though in there. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not forcing you to buy it. Like you can. It's the game in itself has always kind of been based on the whole like membership thing. Like I bought 
I bought yeah. D- I bought DC Universe online when it came out, like on the day, on the very very first day. I paid like sixty bucks for it on PS3, and I think it came with like a month or two subscription or whatever. And I kept the subscription going for probably way too way more many months than I ever should have. And then yeah. later it became completely free to play, and I went back to it again. And at that point, everything was totally available, and there wasn't, you know, if you basically you'd pay pay a subscription thing if you wanted to get like the extra like DLC and that type of thing that they added later. If you want to play out like the like the Green Lantern levels and like all this other shit that wasn't oh, so there the originally. subscription was only for like like DLC type content. Yeah, it was kind of like for the additions that were on there originally, and I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, I can come back. And also, if you wanted to get the trophies. For PlayStation, you had to pay for the subscription as well. That was another thing. Oh, which, so they put more yeah. and more behind the paywall. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of changed now because uh, what I ran into with it, with it. So I've made two characters. I made the Toxic Avenger, and I made uh, my my uh, super anti my evil superwoman uh, Devil Doll. But I wanted to make a third. Yeah. I wanted to make a third character. I wanted to make a speedster, like a Flash type character, and I wanted to try to make Sonic because you can make like a blue character and you make their you can make their hair really big and all that. And I'm like. I'm trying to make a Sonic the Hedgehog character, and I ran into uh, you can only make two characters now. Like the original one, you could kind of make however many you want. I had six characters on the on the one that I got on PS3, and when I and even when I lapsed in my membership or whatever, I could still do the I could still play as the six characters. But no, they only give you two, and you got to pay extra for more character slots. So that was kind of a bummer for me as well, because I was hoping to I was hoping to be able to have that full six that I originally had and. It's like no, you got to get the membership, and I'm like, oh fuck, well, damn it, because I was really excited about making the Sonic, and I, I want to have a speedster because I have a flyer and I have like a Spider-Man type character, but I don't have a speedster, so I was like, uh, I want another one, but kinda, yeah, from what I heard from like, that. well, I played a number of MMOs, and I never really get super like, I'll, maybe I'll get to like level thirty or something, but I never, I've never maxed out in an MMO. I always kind of drop off eventually. But like in in like if you played like World of Warcraft, which I don't know, maybe they changed that game too. But back in the day, you could I think like, I, I thought you could buy levels for that too, though. You well, you you paid for a subscription, and then they would do DLC type stuff where they do new additions to the game that you would have to buy. So that was how they did it. And mm. well, this is like because I don't know if they've changed it, but it was like a. But like everything, everything was you had to earn in the game. It wasn't like you could just like like some people have to spend however many hours playing the PvP to earn gear, and then other people can just buy it. <laughs> that that seems like that would kind of like yeah. make playing putting all those hours into the game kind of pointless. Yeah, especially if, for the competitive part of it, because other people can just kind of pay to be more competitive. That was my my aggravation with it, but from from what I I don't know I, I did a little bit of research on the PvP PvP after you mentioned it, and from what I heard, just nobody's playing it anymore. And oh really? And that's why they said yeah. it was they said it was dead because no just nobody's even doing it. Like it's kind of like uh, yeah. Nobody that was another nobody really uses it. Is, yeah, is that it's not very interesting. Like I yeah. guess you just spam the but I, board tax you have. I don't know. Like the what I, the intrigue that I liked of the game was actually this. Maybe probably the reason that I don't play a whole lot of MMOs. This is the only MMO I've actually only the only game the only MMO I've ever played is actually DC Universe Online. So take that into yeah when you're when you're listening to this. But no, the what I liked about DC Universe Online was actually the single player stuff. Like I really like going out and doing the missions for the different like superheroes or villains, and then you like fight a you know fight like a lower tier character or whatever, and then they give you a cool cutscene about them and all that. Like that's what I really enjoyed about it. Like I like the 
single player stuff. I did some of the raids, but they weren't all that fun for me. So that's kind of what mostly what I was into was just like the RPG aspects, you know, going and like fighting guys and leveling up and all that and going in like, you know, going to defeat like the the scarecrow for Batman and stuff like that. I thought that was cool, you know, like they call you and yeah. go do stuff. Or like you go like, you know, go go attack cops for the Joker or whatever, like you do the other way around, you know, like I I like I like the missions of it. So I never really yeah, I tried some of the PvP stuff, but it just, I don't know, it wasn't really for me, I guess. Yeah, well, usually the PvP stuff, I guess, from other people I've talked to that have been more hardcore on MMOs than I do, like, you don't really start to really get involved with that until, like, you're at, you're, you're level capped. Like, mm. some people say that the MMO doesn't really start until you hit the max level. And then, oh, sure, yeah. And then, and then you start doing all this extra stuff. Uh, to get all this, you know, mm. rare gear and stuff, and that becomes all about that. But like, it almost seems like I guess that's why I was like, oh well, there's not much motivation to get to this level cap in the game if like people can just buy the stuff. Mm. And so that 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 turned me off, mm. like just as far as investing all the time because it's a lot of time mm. to invest. Yeah, I just uh, and then it, yeah, yeah. I, I never really cared that much for the items. Like, yeah, I'd, really. Yeah. I mean, it's I, like I said. I just like I like actually playing it. So it's like yeah, unlocking the mm. equipment stuff was I don't know wasn't that important to me. And mm. it, maybe maybe like what I saw just didn't didn't up your stats enough or I don't know. I was kind of like I, I like doing the single player stuff, and when I run out of that, I guess I'll just stop playing or pay for an yeah. extra <laughs> or pay for an extra character or something if I fucking have to do that. Like you if I to, care. If I care enough at the time, you know. So to what? Do that. Is, what do you? What do you? What can you? Like you can. So you can do it subscription based, or you can pay for stuff as you want it, right? Like you can like buy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like I, basically all it really put in my face was the membership thing. It like asked me to be a member so I could have a, another character slot, which that was yeah. that caught, like I said that totally caught me off guard because the last time I played this one it was on PS3 when it was free to play. And basically everything from the initial game launch was available in uh, in free to play, so that was new to me that the, that you didn't get get all the character options and all that stuff. I was like, oh shit! The and subscription it, base never really like it, it. It messes with my psychology because what happens is is like if I get a subscription to an MMO, then I feel like I'm obligated to play it because I'm paying for it, and then well, that sure. feel fun. But I mean, then, it's I, like, then I don't play it because I'm like, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> it's like it's it's like having a it's like having a gym membership, right? Like I, I still pay, yeah. I still pay for my gym membership, but I haven't been there for like uh, three months or something. But yeah, you know, it's part of the fun, right? <laughs> you pay so you can say you didn't go there. No, actually, it, apparently, it's incredibly difficult to get to get rid of it on the gym side. So <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah I think it really it's hard. I think the membership's like 15 or 20 or something like that, but I don't know. I still think the game is fun for what it is, you know, the, oh, no, the DCU. I, I, I think I just like, I would, if it's, a, if it's I, I, like, if it's I, for me, it's like, I, if it was free to play, I wouldn't have a problem with the pay to win stuff. But if it's like, you want me to pay for a subscription, I'd like it to be a little bit like, if it's a paid subscription, I would, mm. wouldn't like the free to play stuff. Net. That's my thing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've, the whole pay to win stuff is kind of, hard to get away because maybe i don't know yeah maybe people want to because i don't know if this works the same way as a lot of the other mmos where you have to like get through the whole game before you can get to the dlc and maybe people want to pay to win so they can get past that quicker to get to the next thing 
You know, I don't know. I know, yeah. I know, I know, well, F, I know FM4, World of Warcraft FM14 is like it, the it, last time I played World of Warcraft, it didn't have that in there when you yeah. pay for a subscription. Sure. But like, I know the ones after that, like World of Warcraft <clears throat> is like all like the, the most of the market was in World of Warcraft. And then everybody else tried to make an MMO that was as, as successful mm-hmm. and they have much smaller audiences. So they tend to go with different, uh, different business models to get them to get off the ground well you know dc they, they got to get what they can with that uh with their universe uh barely barely holding together there the oh. the cinematic universe you know <laughs> yeah they have access to everything uh where marvel doesn't like the disney doesn't have access to all the marvel stuff but then they warner brothers owns all that stuff but they keep like they mess up the movies even though they have all the all the license to everybody <laughs> yeah they haven't got there yet Hopefully, well, some of them, some of them are pretty good. But speaking of Marvel, you're, you're still playing on Marvel Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. That I, I I played DC for a little bit, and then I went back to Marvel, uh, the Marvel thing, and then finished the story for that, which was pretty fun. So it's based around the Infinity Saga again, which is sort of a retelling. It's kind of a hybrid of like the comic book story and the movie story. And it's like their own thing. I think it's made written by a famous comic book writer, but I don't remember who it was. I believe it. But, uh, but it, it, it's, the story is pretty good. It, it's got some silly part, parts that make no sense. And it's also self-aware where they're like, this is really stupid that we're doing this <laughs> in the story. Um, but it's, it's got, it's, it's, uh, it's got some really, uh, deep uh rpg mechanics in it there's it's there's there's the main story uh um and then there's this thing called the uh infinity which is sort of like a a side thing where you have a bunch of little mini missions that help you grind the character yeah yeah the infinity missions it's like kind of yeah exactly where you where you grind for extra levels that was kind of a I we did a I think we we did a Marvel episode a couple couple episodes back. Oh, okay. So you know all this stuff. Yeah, so. and uh, and that was kind of one of my problems with the game was just that uh, your characters don't auto level like they used to in Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two. I, that was kind of so like you get like ele- you get like eleven characters at the very beginning all at once, and if you don't like use them, they don't level up. They'll stay at like level six the whole time. So yeah. If, so if you decide that you want to go back and do like Scarlet Witch or something, and you haven't used her, you have to go to the Infinity missions pretty much to try to like get experience cubes and stuff like that to like bring their levels up. Instead of That's like everybody just works, yeah. yeah. Instead of like the older Marvel Ultimate Alliances, they would they would just kind of scale with with whoever your highest uh, level guy was, so you could kind of play as whoever. So that's yeah. yeah. So you kind of have to go back, but in in uh, in the end, like, is the story like good? Like, does it stay pretty strong the whole way through? Like, you you uh, yeah, the, like playing the story's it? the story's pretty good. Yeah, and I I I did some wiki searches of some characters, and then discovered a lot of it's right out of the the stories in the comics. So it's just a it's a, it's another retelling. It's mm. not the same as the movie. It doesn't end the same as the movie. It doesn't end the same as. Uh, the comic at all, yeah. but it, it has its it's it's its own story that fits within the concept of all these different superheroes getting together and mm-hmm. trying to stop Thanos. Yeah, and there's um, there's no snap, right? Well, is that a spoiler? I, there there isn't a snap. <laughs> in it, no. I mean, that'd be kind of weird, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't even. I mean, I haven't played then all. Half half your roster would be gone. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Wolverine! He was level fifty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't. Uh, 
Yeah, I haven't played that far, but I figured the snap wasn't in there because, yeah, exactly. You'd lose all your characters to be like, <laughs> all right, now you got half and they're all still level six. You haven't played. You haven't been building them up and be like, fuck. All right. So in response, it's like Fire what, Emblem, right? Uh, big, kind big of change. Yeah, yeah. That's no, kind, they, kind yeah. of. Yeah. You do. Yeah, you people do don't die, die permanently. Luckily, that would be hard. <laughs> so in response to what you're saying about the not um, being able to, you know, everyone levels differently. Mm. Um, there's like some tricks to that. Well, there was one trick, but they patched it out. There was a trick where you could like use all four the of four, one, the, the same four. character, but they patched that one out. Oh, so that's, that's gone. A, the that, four holes. Yeah, I, I barely even get yeah. to use it. Yeah. I only just use it a little bit. Yeah. And then, um, but there, there, when you beat the game and then you go through, uh, again on the hard mode, there's a place that drops a crystal. That's like a hundred times XP. And if you get several of those, you can, you can, you can like put them like on all four slots of the, of the thing Okay. and it'll, it'll level them up really quick, uh, that way. But I haven't done that yet. What I've been doing is I take, I've got like my highest level characters and then I'm trying to finish the high level, uh, infinity missions with my highest level characters. And then that you get like a ton of cubes from that. And then I'm just going to. I'm just gonna keep grinding Smacks with that, everybody. and then throwing, yeah. and then throw all those cubes at my less level characters. Uh-huh. So originally, I was trying to do like a bunch of different teams, and then jumping, and then having all do the low level thing, and that takes a lot of time. But now I'm just gonna do the, my high level team, and then have them do all the high level missions that drop a bunch of uh, experience cubes, and then save those experience cubes for the low level people. <laughs> nice. And that's how I'm kind of going to try to get past that. Who, who's thing. like, who's your favorite team? I used, uh, for a while I was using Wolverine, Deadpool, Nightcrawler and Psylocke because they put a ton of, uh, ton of stuff into the strength. Hmm. Um, and then, but I've jumped around. I, I did like storm black Panther, star Lord. And who was it? playing at the end i was playing storm black panther star lord and i don't remember who i think deadpool or nightcrawler or something like that i kept switching around i i I like the switching around part of it sure so yeah from the parts that i played i've been like switching into the characters that fit whatever the story is so like yeah. so like when you go to fight Kingpin, I try to do like the more I like had Daredevil in there and like uh, do you have the defenders and stuff? Yeah, I kinda, didn't do much with the defenders. Yeah, kind of. Well, I had like De- I had like Daredevil, I had Luke Cage, and I had like um I put Miles Morales in there just because you know he's street. You know he he could, I I wanted to originally do like a a Netflix team, but I didn't have Electra yet, so I couldn't <laughs> like it. And uh, Jessica Jones isn't in there as as a playable character, so that's you know. that's a crime. I hope they yeah. put her in a DLC. They might. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I'm I'm planning on getting buying the DLC for that when it does come around and actually adding stuff. Cause I know they're going to do like Morbius and blade and stuff like that. And I want to play as those characters for sure. Yeah. I mean, it all kind of good, like depend, like I, I'm starting to have a lot of fun with, with the infinity missions. Cause you can start to complete them really quick as you level up the characters. Cause uh, you get like uh captain Marvel storm, um, and a, a number uh, Wolverine's another good example. There's a lot of characters that do a lot of area damage. Mm. So when well, you get those missions that are like a, a, a rush where you have to do uh, 50 people in a certain amount of time or something, you, you can beat it in like 20 seconds and get a bunch of experience cubes pretty quick. Oh, so sure, just yeah. when I'm on the train and stuff, I can do all that like grinding mm. stuff. So it's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. 
But sure. it, yeah, it, it, I think it like it, it doesn't really explain the Infinity Rift stuff, which is kind of a like you, you, it's something you have to go and like look up stuff about because it, in the game it doesn't really explain that this is actually going to be necessary for you to get to a level where you can continue in the story. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, I just don't feel like it explains it very well. Well, you're gonna go when you when you beat the story, it, it unlocks another mode. Which is you play through the story again on an extremely hard mode, and the first level is level forty. Hmm. So, so like the the, inner, the the first level with the where the Guardians of Galaxy were in that that's at level forty. So hmm. that and then that goes probably from level forty to hundred, I guess, because that's the level cap. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah, I'm now trying to get everybody to level forty before I start playing that, so I can jump around again. Oh wow! Because <laughs> some people are going to be way too low level. Yeah, to yeah. go through that. Wow. Oh, uh, so yeah, there's a lot more to play after after you defeat it. Oh yeah, no, it, it go, it's after you beat the game. It's it's just like starting, mm-hmm. honestly. So yeah. Well, uh, you've been playing. Uh, we've we've both been playing Turok two, which uh, was <laughs> I asked you to be on because we were talking about uh, first person shooters and stuff. Um, I see you got you got Turok one and two. With they're actually on sale now. What what is it like fifteen for both? I think right. And they started at 20. something like that. Yeah, they were they they when they put Turok two on uh, on there, they immediately put it on sale. So I picked yeah. that one up, and then they and put then one I, on sale also. I think. Yeah, and then when I saw Turok one was on sale, I bought that one too. Yeah, so I think you can get both of them for like thirty bucks, which I've mentioned it many a times. Uh, people should get it if they they should definitely check it out because Turok's a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, my my nostalgia goggles are pr- pretty hardcore for the, uh, the, the Turok games. Mm. Cause I was like, those, those were some of my first, uh, games on the N64. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah, Turok, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, I had a blast with Turok one. I actually remember being incredibly disappointed by Turok two when it came out just because, uh, it didn't run that well on 64. And, uh, the, the save areas were very, very spread out and it was very difficult. To they were. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. But thankfully, I, I, I had a blast with it for some reason when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I didn't care. <laughs> well, thankfully they fixed that in this version. You can actually save wherever you want, which is which is awesome. So yeah, which they didn't have in Turok one. So they made Turok two a lot better in that way, and it's like incredibly smooth now. But it, as my uh, as my middle name earlier when I said that I when I said that I had a uh, when I, when I said that I was having the beef jerky experience again or the beef jerky incident. Uh, I don't know if Jeremy, you remember this. This goes way, way back when it was just us two on this. But uh, you remember Chrono Trigger and oh, how, yeah. how I got stuck on the game for so long because I could not find the fucking beef jerky that I had to pick up and give to that fucking guy to progress the game, and I didn't know where to go because I couldn't find the beef jerky. And I basically had the same thing happen to me in Turok Two. I was stuck on fucking level two for so long, and it was like driving me crazy because like. I went through the level, like, all the different ways to go through the level, I did it. And I could not find anything. And I thought, like, I was going completely insane because I could not progress anything. Mm-hmm. And I ended up looking online. I watched a bunch of videos. Like, I looked at maps. Like, I looked at a bunch of shit, like, trying to figure out what's happening with Turok 2. And it was just a fucking button on a wall that I had to shoot with a gun. Yep. And that and then <laughs> that, that opened and that opened the door, that, a door that I couldn't get through. That's what it was. And it was like... It was the fucking beef jerky all over again from Chrono Trigger, yep. like the same sort of thing where I'm like, I cannot progress, and it's just one dumb fucking thing that was just an item that I had to find that I couldn't find, and yeah, 
like yeah, a low res texture button on a wall in 64 style. I couldn't tell. I couldn't even tell there was a button there. And they even have like uh, <laughs> they have like icons in the game now that will like you can see through walls, so it'll kind of tell you where to go. Yeah, that's a big improvement. Yeah, it'll show you like where where the switch is and like where the door opens and all that, and that really really helps because yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are different games like the first Turok and the second Turok. The mm. first Turok is like more like a traditional linear mm. sh- shooter. The yeah. second Turok tries to be kind of like more exploration, kind of puzzly, where you're sure. always trying to figure out how to get into the next area, and you're looking for a lot of stuff. Mm. Like there's always like a mission you're trying to save some kids or some yeah. random thing. Yeah, Turok Two has some weird missions. It's like find the dis- sisters of despair, like. Go rescue the kids in cages. Like, uh, go go pr- go protect Very the tower or whatever. <laughs> no, there's no, there's totally kids in cages in Turok way before. Uh, yeah, way before it was way in real life. Was, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, maybe he was playing Turok. That's where he got the idea. That's why he thinks games inspire violence because he knows from his personal experience. That's why he's so frustrated because he plays Turok too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I but per- yeah. I, personally, I like I, I am addicted to it. I was playing it for hours and hours and hours. I had to stop and mm. go back to other games because I was playing it too much. I, I personally uh, I enjoyed Turok one better than two. I mean, I think two is good as well, but I don't know. I like I like one much better. I think it's bu- literally. I think one I, I is think the best like one. The, the fan base is like split on it. Yeah. Like like there's a it's like very like people there's a bunch of people that think that turok one is better and there's a bunch of people that think turok two is better it's pretty hilarious i think it's I think funny turok when i was a better. kid i thought that turok two is like the best shooter ever made <laughs> i don't know why uh, well, and I, pl- playing it uh, now i don't know if like i i don't know if i'm not getting lost because i played it like as a kid and it's just like there's yeah. somewhere in my brain how to play it. Yeah, maybe you know where to go better, and you know how to shoot that thing on the wall that I couldn't. Yeah, I'm just like a mouse in a maze, where <laughs> I just know where I'm supposed to go. <laughs> I, I got, I got lost. I got lost in the first level as well, and I had, and I looked at a video, and I figured out where. Oh, I, I definitely got lost, but I just sort yeah. of like. Well, usually when I get lost, I just start looking at the map and figure out where I haven't been yet, and that's how I. The maps are kind of complicated too, because you like teleport oh, yeah. from one area to another, and blah blah blah. That's but why yeah. I like it because it's so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is pretty complicated, and a lot of the, I don't know, a lot of the stuff kind of looks similar, and it's easier to get lost for one thing and another. And yeah, it was honestly, it was driving me insane. Like, I was looking at maps like at work on Sunday, and I was like, I have to figure this out. And then I came home after work on Sunday night, and I actually stayed up until I beat that second level because I would like not be able to sleep if I didn't because it was just it was driving me insane because I like I could not figure out where to go, and I'm like, what is going on? And then I shot the thing and finally made it through. And then I've played. Missed, I haven't played I it ever that, since. That feeling of getting <laughs> stuck in video games, though, because like most video games, you don't, don't get miss stuck it. anymore. I don't like it. I don't miss it. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't like getting stuck. <laughs> I don't like getting stuck in games. I get stuck in games all the time, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I hate that shit. I love it. That's what I, I would always. Like, that was always like my big complaint against like games like Tomb Raider. I'm like, yeah, no. Basically, you like have fun for a second, then you get stuck for like an hour, and then you oh, find the Tomb switch Raiders that opens design, the next the old thing. Tomb Raider's level yeah. design is like way worse than Turok as far as getting lost. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that game was all about getting stuck. I got got stuck yeah. constantly in that game. It was like it's fun for like 30 seconds and then I get stuck on a thing for an hour and then I find a switch that lets me go to the next part for another 30 seconds where I'm having another 30 seconds of fun time and then I get stuck for another 2 hours. That's kind of how um Shadow Man was too on the on the 64. Had a had a lot where it's like I just would get stuck and it's just like one fucking switch. I hate that shit. 
See, I remember last time I got stuck in a game was Breath of the Wild. And it was oh, Breath of the, the Wild gets stuck all the time in that game. It was one of the, well, I actually got stuck on this on a DLC mission where I had to kill like all the enemies in the forest. And I even like posted like some stuff on Twitter. Oh, yeah, about, yeah, like, I remember that. Like, <laughs> am I crazy? Like, because I changed my Sheikah tablet or whatever it's called to uh, to specifically look for Bacoblins because I knew that was the one I was missing. And uh, it would not show him on my like it would not respond to it, and it ended up being like on top of like a big tree that I had to climb. But like, it was not registering with the in-game tools. So like, that should have worked, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. I just had to randomly stumble upon it and find it. But like, yeah, I had a bunch of people, maybe not a bunch, but a few people like talking to me about it. Like, well, you must have done something wrong. I made a Reddit post and everything. Like, people are just like, oh, it's just all there. You should be able to find it, and I couldn't. So yeah. I don't know why the Sheikah Slate didn't work in that regard, but yeah, that's frustrating. It's it's not fun. It's, it's yeah, no, I, I hate getting stuck because well, like I was doing what I should have done in that regard. I was using well, like, the tools like, at my disposal; yeah. and they weren't working correctly. I think broken getting stuck is different. I'm I'm more than talking about where it's like a puzzle where you're trying to figure out how to progress. I think a button on a wall counts as broken getting stuck, or at least it's <laughs> yep. a the thing you had to shoot. Well, and by the way, there's nothing in the game telling you that you shoot a switch to open a button. Like none of the like things that you shoot, like nothing ever tells you that that's what you're supposed to do. You just need to figure it out. But that's kind of old school design. I think yeah, I think most that's of the time there is I get stuck at that part, so I don't know if it would have been annoying. I think often there comes a point when you are stuck and you sort of innately recognize whether it's you just kind of overlooking something or if it's the fault of the game. And if ever I get that feeling where, okay, this is the game's fault, this is like a design problem, that's when I don't feel bad going online and looking for the answer and trying to track it down. Oh, sure. But, I mean, I, mean yeah. I was... I was totally online looking for it because I just could not figure it out and I was like going insane mm-hmm. because you try to like go a different way and then you end up in the same place that you were before. And it's like, what is happening here? And it was like, really like I was losing my mind over it. Yeah. That game is really elaborate. Yeah. It's really easy to like all of a sudden be in the same spot. And there's like some stuff that you just can't like, there's, there was one part where there's like a thing I couldn't get to. It was like a, you could see a doorway on top of this, like roof of this uh, awning or whatever. And there's like a, box on the ground that you could easily jump on that to go to the awning but for some reason you can't jump on that box because reasons i I don't know it really pissed me (laughs) off because for some reason there's a fucking invisible wall on top of that box and you just cannot jump on it and i'm like come on guys that's mean yeah like just get the box out of there if you don't want people to jump to the top of the awning like don't like give me that temptation and then not let me jump on it because i tried it so many times maybe that would be the way that i could go but whatever I think my favorite story of getting stuck, it wasn't something that happened to me. It was actually something that happened to our friend Otis. And Link to the Past, he would always tell me about a time when him and his brothers were playing this one dungeon, and they just could not figure it out, couldn't figure it out. And they ended up like just putting the game down for a while. And sometime later, they got a new TV, and they played it again, and they realized that the problem was their TV was too dark, and they didn't see the bomb scratch in the wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, okay. So yeah, yeah. They got the new TV, and then they saw the, the crack, and then they all oh, they figured the game out. Yeah. I had a similar thing with, uh, do you remember, uh, was it 3D.GameHeroes? Do you remember that game for PS3? It was like a it was like a Zelda type game. You could make your own sprite and move around. It looks like a original Zelda. 
And I thought mm-hmm. I was stuck, but it turned out that the camera angle was so bad that I couldn't tell that I could walk around the bottom of the level. And it's like the same, similar thing. It's just the camera angle was weird. Like, cause you could go down to the bottom, but you couldn't, it was like kind of cut off. I don't know. That's my problem with that game. So what else, what else you've been playing? So I, we went through DC on online yeah. and Marvel and then, oh, I, I just uh, downloaded Wonder Boy cause that was on sale. I played a little bit of that last night, Monster, maybe for like an hour. Monster Boy or Wonder Boy? Wonder Boy. Monster Boy is on sale too, but it's like a forty dollars game, I think. So yeah, I bought I bought Wonder Boy first. Yeah, Wonder Boy. I definitely get Wonder. I'm gonna definitely get Monster Boy at some point because yeah. I like the art style a lot. Yeah, no, Wonder Boy three is really good. Uh, you're talking about the Dragon's Trap, right? The the remake. Yeah, yeah. That game was on. That was on my original, our very first top ten games of the year for Switch. It was it was pretty high on that for me because I had a lot of fun with that game. And I just really liked that you could switch the graphics at any time. You could switch the music at any time. Like I really enjoyed that about it. And it was nice to play like a Sega master system, like an HD, I like HD uh, sprites, you know, I really dig that stuff. I'm enjoying how uh, random it is. For sure. Yeah. You might like, get stuck on that one too, but I think it's fun. <laughs> I think it's more fun to get stuck I, I, on that. I like I like getting stuck in games. Yeah, you said that earlier. <laughs> as long as it's not like a totally broken thing. Like it's a like the, the shooting a switch is a little broken, but eventually you might figure out you need to shoot a switch. But like the like you were you were talking about the, the, the box in the middle. Yeah, that's definitely like a flaw in the design of that game. Yeah, no, that box <laughs> that box sucks. And I hate that box. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I did like. I did spend a good amount of time trying to jump on that box as well. <laughs> well, when you don't know where to go and you think maybe that box <laughs> will get you out, you, you'll you'll try anything. You know, that's kind of what I was. I'll doing. probably. I want to finish uh, Seeds of Evil because I didn't finish it back when it came out. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't I, finish I, it either. I think the combination of like how the the, the kind of the art style in the game it, it was really impressive for N sixty four, and then like uh, oh for sure, yeah like how far you could see. Cause in the first Turok you couldn't see very far. So I think that hooked me when I was a kid. Oh yeah. And then, uh, just, uh, the music, like that kind of like keeps me, I think if the music wasn't in there, I, I'd be more like, I like to just kind of wander around and listen to the tribal music that they play. Oh yeah. The no. weird tribal techno. I don't know how, how you describe <laughs> that music. Uh, no, I, I, no, I definitely dig the music. Uh, and yeah, no, the draw distance, like they really like, because you know Turok was known for a whole lot of fog in the first one, and they yeah. definitely they definitely fixed that in the second one. And like in in the uh, remaster, like there's no fog whatsoever. And I watched I watched some videos of people playing the '64 one. You could see a little bit of fog maybe in the background, but they've completely taken all of that out for the remaster. Yeah, so it looks it had really nice. Far less had far less fog than the first one, but I mean neither of them have that much fog anymore. Both yeah. of them are like still well, really the, good games. Yeah, the remaster. Is there a scalable fog option? Like, I want my fog. Can I bring it on? Yeah. You, well, Turok one had options. it. Turok one had it. I don't know if two does, but no, Turok one you can bring the fog back if that's what you want. If you want the fog there, you can bring it back to how it was originally, which I thought was funny for anybody. I didn't switch that on, but yeah, if you want to play it like it was in the nineties, then you know, go for it. Yeah, Turok one has it because like. There, there's a drastic difference where in Turok 2 there wasn't that much fog anyway, so I don't know. I'm, I could see if it has it's, it. But. Yeah, it's barely. I don't think it would be there in two because from watching people play it on, like watching 64 playthroughs on uh, YouTube, it's barely, barely there. Like you won't notice if if you're not looking for it. Like it's really, really I think that in was the far, far one back. Of the, 
I think you had to have an expansion pack for that one. Or maybe you I'm did, wrong. yeah, because I actually got it for Christmas with an expansion pack Turok too. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm super nostalgic for the Turok series because I, I think it, what it is is that uh, I I think that was the first game that my mom got me besides Mario 64. Okay, for when I got when I got my N64. Nice. Did you want to talk about Doom Three at all? Oh yeah, so I did play a little bit of Doom Three, like very, very briefly. But I, I, that, I'm, I'm definitely you, like excited about playing through that. Did one. you make it? Did you make it to the part where the you actually get to shoot stuff? <laughs> yeah, the, is I, that, I it, did last night. I did that. Yeah, because that game has like a really long intro, and actually, that kind of turned me off from the beginning. I was like, I was like, why am I not shooting anything yet? What's happening here? <laughs> you know, cause and you do wander around yeah. trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, you wander a lot at the beginning, but no, I still want to. I want to finish that game. I got it as well. Like when the Dooms dropped, I just got all of them for like 20 bucks. You know, it was, was it five each for one and two and three was 10. And Yeah, the Switch is fast becoming like the console to catch up on games you meant to play mm-hmm. years and years ago, but didn't get through them. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, and it's also like, here's a game for another thing. Uh, put it on Switch, you know? Yeah. Well, it's just more convenient to try to get through these things mm-hmm. than sitting in front of a TV. For sure. Well, uh, if that's what you've been playing for the week, let me talk about what I've been playing. Actually, most of them we already talked about. So, actually, the main one that I want to talk about, which is my pick of the week, uh, but uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the game came out on Tuesday the Thirteenth of this week, <laughs> and uh, I fucking love this game, man. Like it's a, uh, it's the ultimate horror movie nerd game. Like I think it's, I'll say it's probably the best game based on a horror movie there is. I really can't wow, I really can't really? think of a better uh, one. I mean what what do you think is that's a better one? What do you think is a better one? Can you guys think of a good game that was based no, on a horror movie? I just coming from you who's probably played a lot more of that. I remember I think I remember what games the are N- NES one. <laughs> yeah. What games are based on horror movies? There's uh, like the Nightmare on Elm Street and the would the Resident Evil count? Friday the thirteenth on NES. No, Resident well, Evil doesn't, Resident no, the movies doesn't are count. Based on the game, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil doesn't count. No. I'm talking about games based on on movie properties. Oh, I see yeah, I'm struggling to think yeah. of any. I heard I mean, that the... Evil Dead game was fun, but I never played yeah. it. Oh yeah, that well, I mean there's the PlayStation Two Evil Dead game was pretty good, but that's not really based on a movie. That's just a movie that's just a game with Ash in it, like in well, the world of Evil Dead. Movies. Okay. I think there was a Dreamcast Evil Dead game too. Yeah, that game sucked. I played that one. I actually own it. I didn't care for it. But uh but the regeneration one is pretty good on PlayStation 2. But no, like uh uh Friday the 13th is really cool. Um I felt kind of weird buying a game that doesn't really have that much of a single player. It's all just online stuff, but mm-hmm. but really if you're like a big fan of like the Friday the 13th series, like there's a lot to love in this game because like the basis of it is it's kind of like I guess it's sort of like Fortnite a little bit except you don't you know, it's about survival. It's basically one versus seven. You can have seven people, or you can have eight people total in there at once. Uh, one person randomly gets chosen to be Jason. Seven people get randomly chosen as, well, seven people get chosen to be uh, counselors for the camp. And uh, you basically either try to survive or you try to kill everybody in the camp as Jason. And uh, the, the the maps in the game are actually based off of stuff from the movie. So, like, like the archer area from the first Friday Thirteenth is in there. Like, it's fucking cool. Like, if you're like a big fan of the movies, like, there's a lot of shit in there. And the characters that you play as are characters from the movie as well. I've been keeping my out my eye out for Crispin Glover's character. I wanted to find him, but uh, <laughs> you know, from Nightmare on Elm Street Four or Friday Thirteenth Four. 
But can um, you take a boat from Crystal Lake to New York? Uh, no, I haven't seen any Jason Goes to Manhattan stuff yet. But oh, you okay. can actually you can unlock all the different skins of Jason, so you can play as the different looking Jasons, even the Jason with the bag over his head from from, from Friday Thirteenth too. So if you want to play like pre mask, you can do that. But you can't play as Jason's mother in the first one, unfortunately. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it's cool. Like if you're if you're into those games, it's a lot of fun. And uh, and there's there's different ways that you can win as the counselors. You can either like uh, you can either call the cops, and the cops will show up, and you can exit in that way. Um, if you survive for up to like twenty minutes, I think you can exit the camp if you get like to the edge of it. Um, you can call. You can actually call the character who killed Jason in the fourth movie, which was played by um, Corey Feldman. Yes, Corey Feldman. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you can you can call in the older version of Corey Feldman's character, and he shows up, and it's it's cool because like if Tommy, you, yeah, yeah, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Jarvis, yeah. yeah, which actually he was Jason in five because Jason wasn't in five. I don't want to get into the weeds of the Friday Thirteenth movies, but I've seen I've seen a lot of them, so it like <laughs> made me really excited to play the game, but. But no, uh, yeah, you can call Tommy. He'll show up. Actually, somebody has to have died for him to show up because a random counselor will get chosen to be Tommy, and you'll end up playing as Tommy. And Tommy shows up with a shotgun, and uh, you can shoot. You can shoot Jason only once, but that won't kill him. But you can actually kill him. There is a way to kill him. Just from playing this game, I've been like looking at a lot of YouTube stuff to try to figure out how to play it. Just because I don't understand, I didn't understand what was happening in it at first. But you can you can kill Jason as the counselors. You basically have to like, it's great because you have to do the same thing that you do in the movie. You have to find his cabin, which his cabin has his mother's head and her sweater and all that. You basically have to have one person wear her sweater. You have to call Tommy, and and uh, so you have to have you have a person come up to him wearing his mother's sweater, so he thinks that it's mo- his mother, and then somebody else has to hit him to stun him, and then you have to shoot him with Tommy. And then Tommy will like stab him in the head like he did in Friday the 13th part 4. It's awesome. I love it. Wow. It has like so, scenes it has scenes from the movie in there. It's great. So you have to I mean there's no like voice app or voice chat no, for no, the Switch. No, no, there actually is. No, they did the same thing as uh, Fortnite. They basically Ooh. bypassed the app and yes, you can voice chat through the system wow. for Friday the 13th. That's so cool. fucking stupid no you can do it i, I was it's playing great it's great but it's just dumb i was playing the game stuff. and people right. were people i heard people talking through the tv i could hear them doing the voice chat on there yeah no you can totally so, do it i mean is i didn't cross you, platform that i don't know if it's cross cross platform but i have not had a hard time finding people on it i, I do you know if it, it dropped do you know do you know if you can set up a party so like you and i can play together uh in the in the random in the main menu there is a there is a icon that it's says also on xbox one and ps4 but i don't know if it's crossplay. yeah no i mean it came out it came out a while ago for those systems it's it's That's been out it's I been out for a while platform. and this is like it says like the ultimate slasher edition whenever so it's supposed to be like you know definitive edition of what so it has all the extra shit that they add later but um in the in the main menu there is an option that says uh that says like play with friends but none of my friends have the game so I can I can really use that. I think option. I'll download it. I, I yeah, want to try it. It, it is a it. it is forty bucks, and and I I guess that is a little bit high for what it is, but I think it's really cool and a lot of fun to play. And if you keep playing it, it's totally worth it. You know. So it's like a third person game. It's third person, yeah. It's a it's a third person game, but I wouldn't call it a shooter because, like I said, you only get one shot with this shotgun, which you can't actually find in the world. 
if you don't call Tommy. There's a bunch of different, like I said, there's a bunch of different things you can do. Does Jason just pop up randomly, like when you're out in the world? Oh or? no, no. Well, that's a whole another thing too. Uh, playing as Jason, you have a bunch. You have four different uh, powers that you can use. There's actually uh, something that I call the Evil Dead mode. If you guys remember Evil Dead one and two, the part when it right. when when it showed like the camera moving and the evil, and it's like mm-hmm. you you can you can yeah. do that. It's called shift mode. You can basically it'll you'll move really really fast and it'll be a first person mode like that and you'll be traveling quickly through the camp. That's your shift mode. You can also do morph and uh, that will take you to a different part of the map. Like it'll show you the map you can morph to like a specific location. Uh there's also a stealth mode where they won't it's I don't know. It's cool because whenever Jason gets near you, you hear the music from Friday the 13th. That's why I said that at the beginning of the show, the whole like, because like that's in there. You know, if you've seen any Friday the 13th, you know that song. But uh, when when Jason is near you, you hear music and there's no music if he's not by you. But there's a stealth mode where you won't hear the music when you're Jason. So you can be more stealthy about it. And uh, what is the fourth one? Oh, yeah. There's also like an extra vision mode. Where people will grow, will glow red, and you can kind of see where they're at. But they're, if, in, if they're inside of a house, you'll just see the house glowing red. It won't show you exactly where there is. So, so then it gives like more advantage to the to the counselor to like where you because you know you can lock all the doors, you can set up traps, you can hide hide under beds and like in closets and stuff like that. But it won't show you where people are in those areas, so you still have to find them. And you can like do you know you can stab through the whatever. But yeah, that's basically how it works. It's Jason. You can kind of run. There's like a run mode, but you're not as the counselors are faster, of course, than Jason is. But uh, the counselors have um, they have like an endurance meter that, like, you know, when it goes away, they can't run anymore. Jason doesn't have an endurance meter. There's different stuff like that, but it's kind of like tries to balance it between the two of them. And there's like um, there's like context sensitive kills that you can do with Jason. Like if you're by a fireplace, you can like burn somebody in the fireplace, or you're by a hook, you can, can you throw him in the sleeping bag and slam him against the tree. Uh, maybe, I don't know. There are sleeping bags in there, I think. Uh, I mean, there's like, I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be uh, surprised if it was in, if it was in there, you know, because, uh, okay, I, I should clarify that was not just off my own imagination. That was from the movie. So yeah, I'm not no, a psycho. I, I, I'm yeah. aware. No, I, I think that was, I mean, that was in six, right? Like six or seven. It, I don't know. It yeah. was in six. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember that, but no, I mean, there's a lot of references to it. Like, uh, there's like one I killed this one guy and there is like kind of a single player mode it's called challenge mode where you can go and like it'll be like hey kill this character in this way and you get a and you get stuff for that and you unlock different and it'll be like kind of like replaying stuff from the movies like scenes from the movies like I killed this one guy who was like peeing and I like took him in like like and like uh took like the branch of a tree and like stuck his neck through the branch and then like put the top of the branch on his head and stuff like that and yeah, it's it's very much like or like the guy is like fixing the car and you can like crush him with the car, you can like crush him with the door of it and all that, you know. It's cool though. I've been having a lot of fun with it and uh and like I said, I know it's a little bit high. Uh, 40 bucks is kind of high for it, but if you if you like horror games or you like Friday the 13th, I totally recommend it. I think it's I'm really impressed with just the detail that they have mm-hmm. in there of the characters. There's even a couple characters that I noticed that were from Friday the 13th or not Friday the 13th. There are characters in there that were from Nightmare on Elm Street that I noticed, or references oh, really? wow. to, to Nightmare on Elm Street characters in there also. Like, there was, you can, like, kind of customize your characters, and one of the characters, like, has a swimsuit that's the same swimsuit from Nightmare on Elm Street 5, mm-hmm. I think. 
And it's like, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I know that from this other thing. I know this. Well, from it's never thing. talked about that they were going to bring Freddy into this game. Well, that's that's actually a down part of it. Not not about Freddy, but uh, but apparently they were going to bring more DLC into it. They were planning on doing like Jason X stuff. They wanted to do some like space mm-hmm. shit and all that, which would have been so cool. But apparently, uh, the Friday Thirteenth license is in like some sort of hellish uh, law battle right now, where like nobody really knows who owns it, so they can't really do anything with it as of right now. Oh right. So that kind of sucks. That really bummed me out because they had a bunch of new shit at that they were going to bring to it, but they're kind of like they can't do it because of like some weird copyright shit that's going on right now. So, yeah. so that's unfortunate because there was somebody did like data mine it and they found out that there was going to be like a there was going to be some Jason X stuff and they were going to do like the spaceship that he was in and all that as a playable level, which that would be awesome. But because of what's going on with all the legal shit and all that, they can't do it as of right now. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to ever happen or not, but yeah. I don't see anything about cross play for that game. I looked all over the place. (laughs) Yeah. I would say that it's probably not cross play, but I don't think it is. I think they would list it if it was, but a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people are on there. Like I played it, it, uh, it came out at midnight. So I played it at midnight, uh, Tuesday, no Monday night. And, uh, I didn't think I, I kind of played some of the challenge stuff. I'm like, nobody's going to be on night. And I hopped on and I found like five other people. So I did play some online stuff. There's a, boatload of people on dc universe online yeah. on switch that's one thing about well that, that one's kinda, free that one's free yeah <laughs> it's, you well, know. It's, it's free and also like it's it's everyone on there is new uh it's because it, it doesn't connect to the other servers so it's all it, it may do that later but so everybody that's playing that is all, all switch owners so oh okay that's one that's one thing that's cool the kind of cool about it that mm. a lot of people jump back in because they're like oh everyone will be at the same level as me yeah yeah well, I, I, I played uh, Friday the 13th last night for the stream. Like, I streamed for three hours. And yeah. uh, I always found somebody to play us. I did get disconnected, like, three or four times. Like, uh, But that might be other people's uh, internet connections. But I always was able to find somebody. I played, actually, today before we started recording. And it was like, boom, I got, I got seven other players, like, right on. So people are playing it. People do have it now, so... You know, my one yeah. concern with that was, yeah, that co- combined with the forty dollars was that you know yes. when this game eventually you know, falls out of fashion, like what do you what do you do with it? Like, is the four the first player mode or uh, one player mode is that any good or? I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, it's just uh, it's it's mostly it's all about like leveling up and like getting more skins for your characters and unlocking more counselors and stuff like that. And you do get, I think you do still get XP from the single player stuff on there, but it's kind of just like to help you. They're all Jason modes. Like you don't play as a counselor. You're all about like, it's just about killing counselors in certain ways. And yeah, I guess that's the big question of it. John is like, how long is the, is the community going to be there? Because when the community isn't there, then it's kind of like, like if there was yeah. no online, I would not tell anybody to buy it for forty dollars just for the challenge mode for sure. You know, it's all about the major game, and I hope people stick with it. I don't know. This is something I've been looking at for a long time. This game has been so. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm very interested in it. Well, I have. Yeah, I'm anxious but... to. I think I, I probably would eventually spend forty dollars on it. Yeah. And I think I would get a lot of worth out of it. Yeah. Do I, it now. We're gonna I, play tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. No, uh, I mean I, I kind of felt the same way, but I was still like, ah, I want to play it. I want to stream it. So, and I was telling, uh, I was talking to Brock, uh, our guest that we had on the show a few weeks back. He's a big Dead by Daylight guy, and I was, I was, I actually texted him right when I got it. I was like, Hey, dude, uh, do you play Friday Thirteenth? Because I have no idea what's happening in this game. Can you help me out? And he's like, No, I don't. But uh, 
but what's it like? And I was telling him about it, and he's like, oh, I'm sold. I'm getting it, like, tomorrow. Or he said, I get it when I get paid again. So, yeah, I got him into it. So, I don't know. I think it's fun. Nice. It's a, it's, I, it seems to be something I've been thinking about playing a lot lately, just because I like, I like all the references to the old movies. Like, I love those movies, and I love that the characters are in there. Like, the dude with the big hair who, like, had the, who had the uh, hockey mask that Jason got later, like, he's in there, you know? Like the kid that was all goofy in the third one, like he's in there, like uh, yeah, like you'll definitely if you if you've seen the movies enough, you'll be like, oh, I know that guy. Even so though the I- mask wasn't even in in it until the third movie. Yeah, the mask third movie. Yeah. Well, Jason wasn't. Wow. Jason no wasn't. Idea. Well, Jason wasn't even the, in the first one until the very end of the movie, because the first one was his mother killing everyone. Right. Uh, and the they second one, him, but it was his mom. Yeah, the second one was Jason wearing overalls and a bag over his head. And uh, then in the third one, he got the hockey mask because there was the guy who he was like the jokester and he wore the hockey mask at one point to try to scare Is people. Is that a reference on um, Resident Evil 4, the chainsaw people that have the bags on their heads? Is that a reference? I would say so. I, I, right? Probably. I don't know. To, to the like original Jason. Yeah. Jason and, and the you know, Texas, Texas Chainsaw, chainsaw Master. Yeah, yeah, to Leatherface. I don't know. I, I figured it was. But yeah, no, uh, that's my that's my pick of the week is uh, Friday the 13th. Um, let me solid just... multiplayer game. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. I've been having fun with it, and it and, and I was impressed that it had voice chat. They did the same thing as uh, Minecraft did. They're like, oh yeah, fuck the app. No, you can totally do it. I d- but the app is so good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I, There's an app for that. Yeah, I got a what was it? I got Columns Two off of the Japanese eShop, uh, the Sega Ages version. It actually comes with Columns One, which was a nice surprise. When I bought it, it, has both games in it. It doesn't really, didn't really advertise as that. Played that a so little bit. So check both columns for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Uh, I got I got Shadowgate in the mail uh, for NES. Uh, I haven't played it because I wanted because I wanted to play it with Jess, but I just tried it out and it looks it looks beautiful. It works on my on my new on my new fixed NES and all that, so it totally works. Blinking light win. Yeah, and uh, shout out every time. We talked about we talked about Super Mario Maker two a little bit. Uh, I put it, I put a new level on there with coins. Uh, Jess has a new one in there as well. The uh, the the snow one, the lavender one. Yeah, winter's purple. Yeah, yeah. I, since we're on the same, uh, I know you'll run into this as well, Jesse. If you're if you're playing with your girlfriend on the Switch, uh, the um, if you have if you have two separate profiles, you actually can't like like each other's levels on Super Mario Maker, which is really annoying. Whoa, that's stupid. Yeah, it, it, they're actually it gives you like no record of beating their level even you can't even get like records and stuff like that it's really annoying so i've just been uh, i've just been going through there and uh making comments like i drew a comment of like mario saying like hey that's cool and i drew a picture of indiana joe earlier today for uh, uh. for the indiana jones level that <laughs> so you she can made. comment on it you just can't like it you can comment on it but you can't like it and you can't get a record for it either which is well because you're long. partial they know you're related or i think they think they think maybe you'll use it to give yourself more comments or something, but you can only you can only give yourself yeah, I can like see, seven. I can see that. I can see that. But you can it's only stupid. give your, you can only give yourself seven comments. It's not they really that big of a deal. And you're going to be liking all your girlfriend's levels. So, but you, that the most right away from you. <laughs> the most you can give is seven. The seven likes. But yeah, no. We, Sorry, my likes. uncle that works at Nintendo likes all my levels. <laughs> 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 yeah, we also. Uh, what was it? We were playing the easy mode on that, like in the endless level thing. And it's gotten to the point where they've been giving us the same levels again. And just notice that like, like levels that you skip, they kind of come back again. Yep. And it's like, 
It's been just said. It's basically I should not come back if you skipped him. Yeah, no. It's basically uh, just mentioned it. She's like, now uh, Super Mario Maker is almost as bad as Mario Party, as Super Mario Party, because they don't remember that you played one one mini game and then you have to play it again in the same game. And that's so. If really you watch the that that five hour video or whatever it is that I recorded, the night Mario Maker came out, like. I got a lot of repeated levels. Oh, I'm sure you saw a bunch. There wasn't that much out there, right? But still, like several days later, it was still happening. So I think there's some sort something happened with the algorithm where you're just getting like the same crap. Well, I feel like, I mean, you were playing on the night that it came out. So I feel like, what is there, like 20 levels I mean, out like, there, maybe? Later, <laughs> yeah. so, like, I don't know. So I, I do it. I'm following you and I'm following Trey and Nintendo. I don't have Jeremy or. Jess or anybody else. Oh, well, it's hard to follow people. Yeah, no, that, I mean that sucks too because you have to like if you don't like directly text them or whatever the number. I'll I'll send it to you though. But I think uh, that's all I've been playing. If you guys, uh, that's all that you've been playing. Let's take a break and then we'll talk about the new stuff. Hey there, Nintendo Maniacs. Would you like to get some bonus shows for Nintendo Main Podcast? Well, you can get them on the Patreon, and I'm going to mark down the price to $1 a month. So if you get pay $1 a month for a year, that's less than a Nintendo online service. Do it right now. Go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. You can go there and you can get the Nintendo Main Expansion Pack episodes. You can also get our live shows and you can also listen to the regular feed of Nintendo Main and Drunk Monday without commercials. And you'll get them before anybody else does. That website again is patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Go there right now. It's not growing. What do you mean? Oh, uh, the question mark block. I hit it in the, the bean popped out of the top but the vine didn't grow out oh i guess it must be a podcoin wait what is podcoin well podcoin is an app where you can make money listening to podcasts like you can listen to podcasts like us nintendo main or drunk monday on there and uh, many many other podcasts that you like to listen to basically the way it works is you get points you get a point per every 10 minutes that you listen to of a podcast and you can use your points to donate to charity. You can use it to buy Amazon gift cards and other stuff like that on there. And uh, if you want to get an automatic 300 points, you can use the code Nintendo main and you'll start with 300. It's Nintendo main. That is our code. You can check it out right there. You can find it on Android or iOS. Check it out. Wow. I was just trying to get the cloud world.
So uh, let's talk about the news here. Um, Limited Run is uh, releasing a physical version of Turok 1 and 2 with the um, – basically it's the picture of just the N64 cartridges on there. So it's a pretty hilarious cover, but that's basically what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the cover's hilarious. It's like so not – it's like, okay. Really creative. It's like, oh, that, that's a cover. I miss the – like that was the, the one cool thing about it, um, is the Turok – one cover, I think, is that whole thing where he's like slaying a dinosaur. Like, yeah, he's like stabbing the dinosaur. They used to do front. so much more yeah. with covers. Like that, that's creative compared to covers now, or it's just a guy standing there, or it's just like a, a text or something. I don't know. I mean, well, Turok yeah. Turok Two is just text and like a dinosaur yeah. eye. And all that. that was the start of the insanity of yeah. not doing good covers. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what we got for that. That's a brief news thing, but at least they're doing a physical one for all you idiots that don't get physical. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that for anybody on this episode or anything. I'm talking about in general, and I don't really mean that. <laughs> all you physical people are great. No, I just I, I see people online that are like, I won't buy this because it's not physical. That's what I meant by the idiot thing. I'm like, come on, man. You won't get it because it's not physical, and it's like only digital. Just buy it. It's good. You know, the people I don't are like, usually, I don't like, usually oh, I don't buy wanna. a lot of yeah. indie games physical. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, it's... Yeah, whatever. But yeah, I know people got the references on physical. I just, I'm all digital. It's a way to live, even though I'm totally out of space, by the way. But if I wanted more space, actually, it wouldn't give me any more space. But uh, speaking of deals, <laughs> is what I was trying to get to in that segue. Uh, GameStop is offering an extra $25 trade-in credit for your Switch if yep. you are trying to get the Switch Lite or probably the new Switch as well. I actually looked... I actually looked at the GameStop website, and there was nothing in particular on there saying that it had to be for a Switch Lite or anything. It was just saying oh, okay. an extra $25 if you trade in these consoles, like the Switch, okay, the Xbox are, One, the so PS4, I whatever. Went, so I went there today to get a charger, hmm. for, and, uh, and like a charger to take to my grandma's so I could charge my Switch when I got there. Sure. And then I talked to the guy, and I, I said, hey, do you have the switch do you have the new switches that have the longer battery and he said yeah and that guy told me that they would give me uh 225 for my current which is sounds insane but i'm gonna try it tomorrow and see if it happens <laughs> but that's what they said they were offering he yeah said, no i mean supposedly the deal yeah no i'm saying i'm saying that it, that is the deal but but i'm saying yeah. it it isn't because of you don't necessarily have to get a new one it's just giving you that for trading one in Really? Yeah. Well, I think oh, it's a bonus. I think they apply a bonus. I think that twenty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonus. They add extra if you're trading it towards uh, the new model. I'm looking at I'm it. Made... I'm looking at it right now. I'm at GameStop.com. It says twenty five dollar extra trade credit when you trade in any Xbox One, PS4, or Nintendo Switch console. That's it. Okay. It doesn't have to be for anything. Okay. It's just extra well, trade if you give those it. consoles in. I mean, it's, oh. I, I figure that most people... I had seen it in the context of all consoles. Mm-hmm. I had only seen it for the Nintendo, so that's yeah. what I assumed was the case. Sure. I, d- I just looked it up to see if that was... If it had to be for another thing. But no, you can just... If you just want to get rid of your Switch, you can do that for 225. So I get to bring my PS4 and trade it towards a new Switch. You could. I'm pretty or surprised you, or you could just that, trade that it in. they're offering yeah. 225. That seems like a pretty fair deal for, for GameStop. Be a pro or a... I know that's why I was like, well, "Holy crap! You're gonna give me two twenty-five? I didn't expect that because I would be happy if I got two twenty-five if I sold it on eBay or you know a little bit more maybe. But mm-hmm. when I looked online, they were going for two fifty. So, but they also sell it for like two eighty 
which is like only 20 bucks off the MSRP. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the for the used ones or refurbished for or the used ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that, so I, I mean, really surprised by that. Like really who, who is going to choose a used one for saving $20 versus getting a brand new one? I There's mean, an awful, that's game. I mean, John, so, like where where you been, man? Like GameStop has been doing this for years. Like they would yeah. they sold their they would sell their used games for $5 less than the, than yep. the new one. Like they've been doing this for a long time. I mean, you can buy a used version that just came in. It's a, it's forty five instead of fifty. Yeah, no, they've been doing that since the nineties. Like seriously, like it's been, it's been around for a while. Like maybe that's why they're going out of business now. I don't know. I have, (laughs) I have my, I have my original gray Joy Cons in my in in a little drawer because they both the Joy Cons drift. Yeah. Uh, And then I bought new Joy Cons that like are colorful. And there's an awful part of me that's like wanting to put the gray ones back on there when I trade it in. But I'm not, I'm that's not, not an awful party. Hey, you know what? You can tell, I mean, you can totally do that. Like, I, I mean, I, I traded in a broken GameCube to them, you know, so it's fine, whatever. I don't think that's awful of you because I, they're going to, te- they're going to have to test it out anyway. So yeah. if they don't test it at the time, then it's on them. I also traded in what is I traded in Yakuza Four the the disc the disc that they sold me though mind you uh, I, I I I traded in a disc that wasn't working. To yeah, them. I don't want to give them another one. I bought those I bought those new Joy Cons at full price, so it's yeah. like I don't want to have to give those away in the deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean the guy, I mean the guy told me that the guy told me that it didn't really matter whether it worked or not; they'd still pay the same for it. So that's oh, that's why okay. I ended up doing that. Maybe but, I'm uh, gonna do that then tomorrow. Yeah, but um. Old, but uh, yeah, I can get, Nintendo fixes I can get it for free. Work, then. I can get him working briefly. Like I can use the toothbrush and clean mm-hmm. it out for a little bit, and then do the little thing, and they'll be working for a little bit. But, yeah. Well, you know, I, I just feel bad for whoever bought it. But with 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 Nintendo offering to repair the Joy-Con for free, I would bet that even their corporate customers yep. or partners like GameStop are sending yep. in Joy-Con. So don't oh, think like you're getting you're ripping them off or anything. You nope. know what I mean? Oh, sure, you're just yeah. passing on a task basically. Well, when I when I traded in my original 3ds for the new 3ds, my 3ds that I gave them wasn't working very well. Like the the buttons weren't like responsive and sometimes didn't work. So, but I didn't tell them that. I just traded it in for the other 3ds. Yeah, my new you 3ds know. the one of the the B button sticks on it, and I've been meaning to send that to Nintendo and get it fixed. It's yeah. annoying. Yeah. And that's a brand new new 2DS. Like I bought that like last year or something, so a couple years ago now. But yeah, still, it's I, I don't play it that much. So the fact that that's already happening is really annoying. For sure. Well, uh, let's talk about the new NES games that are coming out. Uh, oh there, boy, there's two of them. <laughs> you're not you're, you're not into those, Jeremy. Uh, they're definitely uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel at this point. No, I mean, I, Vice Project Doom is a pretty good game, you know. So I'm I'm excited to play that. What What is the second one that's on there? The second one is then Kung Fu uh, Heroes. Kung Fu Heroes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I I feel like the NES Online has always just been kind of like weird games that you probably wouldn't spend money on. So I'm I'm fine with them adding stuff like that. Plus, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, it I'm, hasn't uh, always been like that. It just got that way eventually after all the good games were well, released. I mean. Solomon's Key was a pretty earlier one. I don't think anybody ever wanted that game. Yeah, but <laughs> they had the license to do it, so they did it. Or like that wrestling game that they put on there like at the very, very beginning. Nobody wanted that game. That was only Japanese. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, this, I mean, what was it? The Winner is You one that they put on there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. How do they decide this stuff? 
I don't uh, know. They just use up all the ones they. The meeting yeah, we're like we, we gotta we gotta get Kluku land on this console. <laughs> there's a, there's a big fan base that's like been wishing to get that on a modern console. Well, I mean, finally they got the Kluku. Well, I mean, Feist, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't know. They, they have a Kluku. <laughs> I mean, to to their defense, though, I feel like I mean, either of these, neither of these games have ever been re released on anything. Yeah, yes. So that's really cool. Like I'm on that aspect. I think that's great. Like I really want to play Vice Project Doom. I never played that game. A lot of people really love that game. It looks really yeah, cool from what I've seen I, of it. I was I was getting to a point where like yeah okay cool, you know, Donkey Kong Three. All right, <laughs> but I played I've played that game before. All right, it is you know? like a what they call it a Galaga like game, which is crazy. Space but... Invaders. It's a Space mm-hmm. Invaders like game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are we so starting to the, see something a little more obscure? The Donkey Kong timeline, because there's Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. And is so is the original Donkey Kong is Cranky Kong, and then is Donkey Kong Jr. Donkey Kong? I don't know. Yeah, Donkey Kong Jr. No, I've, it's Donkey Kong's dad. Yeah. Donkey Kong Country. And the Donkey Kong Country is the grandson. So Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong. Yes. And then Donkey Kong Jr. is Donkey Kong from Donkey Kong Country's dead. Mm-hmm. See, there's someone that told me that and then it, it, it does it again in Donkey Kong Country Returns and that the, the current Donkey Kong in that game is Diddy Kong. And I was like, I'm now I'm really confused. Oh, oh no. I, I don't, Diddy Kong is a different species. I don't think that's correct. No way, because he's in a rank. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, We're going to have to wait until the Donkey Kong Historia comes out to sort out the Donkey Kong <laughs> We actually did talk about this a little bit in the Donkey Kong episode we did way back when. Oh yeah, that was one of, that was one of our... Uh, because, that was a really uh, early one. Because uh, you know, the last time you got to be Donkey Kong Jr. was uh, was Mar- the original Mario, Mario Kart. Kart yeah. So that was Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong's dad. Mm-hmm. In Mario Kart. Yeah, but uh, speaking of NES stuff, uh, was it Eurogamer thinks that there's a SNES controller coming out? Yeah, this was a patent that was discovered on some forum, and Eurogamer reported on it, but, I mean, it's a fact. They've Nintendo filed for a patent for, for a Switch controller for, NES, for, for Super NES, mm. so that Even doesn't mean necessarily it's coming out. It means they filed for the patent, and they're thinking about it, and preparing for it on that maybe end. they're finally like all right eight bit does making too much money off <laughs> yeah this. i was gonna say uh they're, right. they're they're really late to the party eight bit does already made like six of those uh-huh. <laughs> super nintendo controllers that you can use on the switch you know maybe they're like oh wait a second we could but, including the kit that actually turns your original super nintendo controller into a controller for the switch yeah that was yeah yeah no yeah that was like over a year ago uh-huh. i still got that shit I mean, obviously, I didn't get the rid of it. Most current eight bit though, there's like a ton of people saying that that's like yeah. the best controller I re- for the Switch now. I, re- I really want to get that one. I mean, yeah, it's like me 50, 50 bucks though, but but there's, definitely good for Mario Maker. But this year, uh, right. or not this year, but this week has had some big releases coming out. You know, that could be another news thing we could talk about right now. But uh, the Nintendo Online exclusive NES controllers, like, there's no surprise that they would do a Super Nintendo one, and of mm-hmm. course. Obviously, that implies SNES content, right? Which, which may be behind a paywall. Clue Land too. So you oh, yeah, they're saying you have to pay more, <laughs> possibly. Susu Clue Clue. Well, I don't. Yeah, I hope not. I know you think they'd up they'd up the online service for Super Nintendo. I don't think they. You would have to pay that. one extra dollar for every bit more, so it's eight bucks more to play Super Nintendo. Oh no, eight eight bucks a eight bucks a year or like eight bucks in addition to the standard. <laughs> 
Oh, I mean, that's still twenty eight dollars. You're a paying year. for that's the extra super cheap. Bits. Super cheap. People are thinking. Honestly, it's going to be reasonable. a year anniversary thing. Yeah, maybe so. It can make sense. I wonder. So, if there is an extra cost, which I, I think it's, I don't that know, would be in our timeline. But if there is, how would that work with all the people that have used like Twitch Prime or you know all the different things to like get the bonus? Because uh, you're like four years deep now, right, Trey? You're like three years. Oh, of 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 extra <laughs> extra switch and, onlines that I've accrued from a uh, Twitch Prime. I think I'm like, yeah, I think I have like three years after this so already paid for. So can you take for. that credit and apply it at, to the excess, or are they going to be like, hell no, that doesn't apply. You still have to pay an extra. I don't know. That doesn't seem like an, I don't know. That doesn't seem like something they would do. They would make you pay more for the Super <laughs> Nintendo stuff. Because maybe they're just going to stop having NES stuff come out, and they'll just be like, here's it the really Super Nintendo does, stuff. It really does, because they made you have to buy an entirely new 3DS to play Super Nintendo games on <laughs> <laughs> they did do that. I, yeah, I forgot about so that. So it does make sense. Yeah, that was really dumb. Like, oh and yeah, twenty dollars is already twenty dollars is already so low. I can see them thinking, okay, maybe five more dollars. Another t- like something that again is another outrage. throwaway, right? You know, it's not going to be an outrageous amount if they do another tier. You're only paying twenty bucks a year. Maybe pay five more dollars a year now. I think most people would be fine paying sixty if it was fully featured online. Yeah, yeah. Well, true <laughs> that. Actually, yeah. Well, if it actually worked better, that would yeah. still only be five month. If uh, I think what they're gonna basically what they're gonna do is like, okay, so we're gonna have Super Nintendo games, but you have to buy the Switch Lite to play them. No, or the that new Switch. Would be right in line with the 3DS, though. People would be going. Nuts. That's what I'm saying. They, yeah, they would be like take a hike. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, like uh, new they, new 3ds. They, they did it before. They did it, but they also like there weren't very many like mainline games that depended on the new 3ds mm-hmm. or the yeah whatever. Oh, I see what you mean because there were certain exclusive new 3ds super. It was Nintendo pretty games. much Xenoblade, right? Yeah, Xenoblade, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles 3D and uh, and Binding of uh, Isaac, Isaac, yeah, and the Super Nintendo games. There might have been a couple others, but those were the big ones that I remember. Yeah, and really, I mean, I got, I did get my stick. Yes, so I mean, I did get my new 3ds, basically because I wanted the Super Nintendo games, so it worked on me, and I, and it was also the special edition, you know, the actual small one, Mm. which I didn't think there were going to be many versions of that, which there weren't. So it ended up working out well for me, but well, the. As I said before the break, the reason that I got one was because my 3DS was broken. So, <laughs> so I was ready to trade it in because the buttons weren't working properly. So I was like, oh, cool, a new one. I'll trade it in for that. Yep. So, yeah, I, I was I needed one anyway because my old 3DS was not working well. So Anyway, I, I love that. Nintendo, but I'm always willing to throw them under the bus when they've been shitty in the past. And that was an example of that, I think. Sure. Like, the Super Nintendo thing was just like a knife in the gut. I know it was probably. Some it makes no sense. Specs. Like you don't need a new 3DS for Super Nintendo games. No, yeah, because you're you're running N64 ports on. You know. Yeah. Like, what the yeah, hell? It was a really weird. It was a really weird thing about it. But hopefully they don't do that this time if that's what they're doing. But I mean, I don't know. I've played all these Super Nintendo games. I don't know if I need to play pay extra unless they're putting something as weird as like Vice Project Doom on there. Then then maybe I'll do it. It has to be something that I haven't played. Or like bringing the Dragon Quest games over translated or something. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. But <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great <laughs> if they did. Well, I, I had a segue, but 
And we continued talking about the Super Nintendo, so it didn't work anymore. No, I was just going to say uh, that we were right about Grandia 2. The price has been has been revealed. It's on the eShop yeah. right now. For- we called 40, didn't we? We called 40, and it's 40. Yep. So there you go. I said 30. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, Grandia 2, Grandia 1 and 2. Uh, for Grandia 1 was for Sega Saturn, and Grandia 2 was for Dreamcast on the Sega. It was also era. on the PS1. Yeah, it was. Uh, but PlayStation 1 was actually the worst version from what I've heard. I actually owned it. I don't know what happened to it. But yeah. I owned it at one point. Yeah. So people are hoping for the one on the collection to be the Saturn version, which I'm still not really sure if that's what it's going to be or not. But yeah, no, I heard that Saturn and the Dreamcast versions of both of those were the better one. But I, either way, I'm still excited to play it. It's an old school RPG. I love that stuff. And uh, I never played either of those games. And uh, Grandia 2 and 1 have been, you know, Didn't I lend it to you. I think I lent it to you one time. You let me Grandia too, but I never played it. Oh. <laughs> I just, I didn't, I was playing other stuff at the time. I just didn't get around to it. But yeah, no, it, it's coming out this Friday. It's uh, 40 bucks. I was um, surprised that Grandia 3 is not on there. Seems I didn't like, know. Why not just put the third one? I didn't know there was a third one. Maybe that one is was there a third one? Am I making that up? I don't I know. I think it was on PS2 or. I don't, I don't know. I never, I never <laughs> played either of them, so I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's coming out. Yeah. That's cool. That'll probably be my pick of the week next week. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah, there was Grandia 3. It was on PS2. Okay. That's pricey for... They're probably what they're probably going to release it as a separate thing and get more probably. money. Well, in, in Jeremy's, uh, the way the way that you think of it, I'm pretty sure you're going to get 40 hours out of Grandia 1 and 2. Yeah. You'll probably yeah, get... Like the man, it's like the Mana Collection where it was like two games and it was 40. It was three. I actually oh, bought... Was it three? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was two. It was three games. I actually bought three it... Three makes more sense. I bought it and, re- and didn't play it. It's still the bane of my existence. I yeah, because it was the Game it. Boy game, and then the <laughs> yeah, it was Game Boy. It was the Game Boy game and Secret of Mana and the secret, uh, the sequel to Secret of Mana. And then it came out here, the localized one. So there were three oh, games on it. Uh, that makes that makes it more worth it. Yeah, I, I bought it, but I just it fell. It just it just I, there was other stuff that came out, and it didn't, and I barely played it, which makes me feel bad. I really want to play it. I want to talk about the animation cells. Okay. Nearly, nearly 200 animation cells from the classic Super Mario Brothers cartoons were discovered. So how about that? Yeah, 200 animation I cells. So that's like, yeah, basically like one, one twenty-fourth of a second, 200 of them. Something like that. Yeah. I want yeah. one of these, yeah. It would be so cool to have a Luigi cell from the original cartoon. Are they? They're not. So what are so? What are they doing with them? They're not selling them. Oh, and they're on gel. The cells are made out of gelatin, right? Or that's factual film. I don't know if cells are made out of gelatin. But I'd say it'd be a true Gooigi. A true Gooigi. <laughs> <laughs> what was he planning on doing? Um, I think the guy said he was planning on selling them. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I figured somebody's going to laugh at that earlier when I said, "Are they going to sell them?" Because selling. Yeah, no, I mean it's just like it's just a bunch of cool pictures of stuff that was unused from the from the uh, from the cartoon. I mean, with and how I mean, t- reading about a lot of old cartoons and stuff like a lot of that stuff, like no one even thought to preserve right. back in the day. Like you just like it got stored badly or it got thrown away or whatever. Like, or can't you like put can't you like reuse cells if you like wash the ink off them or something? I don't know. Maybe I'm guessing, but. That's just what I'm thinking. Like, uh, there's probably only a few of these left because no one cared back in the day. Yeah. Nobody thought that these were going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, uh, well, it's like you guys are familiar with the show Doctor Who, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It like started when it originally started in the '60s, and they made like so right. many of them. 
that they actually recorded over old episodes that they made. So there's some episodes that you can't find. They're gone. Yeah, that, they're gone forever because they didn't really care at the time about the show and they didn't realize that people would want to watch it later. And that's kind of like I mean, how older animation was, I guess. I think they were just like, oh, it's just, you know, it was just money for them. It's just a dollar for the day. And they're like, oh, I don't care. I mean, a somewhat yeah. analogous thing is like the original Yoda puppet from uh, Empire. Like, it's, even though they knew that was integrated, right? Yeah, they still didn't store it in any sort of responsible way. And yeah, it just because I know. I know. I know. Job of the Hut is disintegrated, except for the eyes. All that's left is so the like, eyes. Even then, like having had the smash hit of Star Wars and knowing this was also going to be a smash hit, they yeah. still didn't think ahead of like, hmm, someday this Yoda pup yeah. is going to be like an actual like museum piece or something. Yeah, it looks cool though. Yeah, if if they, I mean, Nintendo is pretty hot right now, so. That whoever found those will probably make uh, some decent money off of it for sure. I would totally buy one. Like I remember, this is about twenty How years ago. He, he hasn't stated yet. I mean, since it seems like he basically just found them, and he hasn't even gone through them all yet, according to the article. It's so, going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. Like yeah. because there's buzz surrounding. Hundred bucks a cell, at least, right? So, like twenty years 400. ago, I paid. I bought a He-Man cell on eBay, and I paid fifty bucks for it. That was twenty years ago. Yeah. So use that as a base. It's probably 150 bucks or so, maybe. Hmm. And it wasn't even like a spectacular, you know, scene or whatever. It wasn't like an iconic scene. It was just. Do you still have it? I still have it. Yeah, it's got so, yeah. provenance and everything. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're actual cells, but in the 90s when they had the like the Marvel cartoons, like I have cells mm-hmm. that came with some of the comic books because they did comic book adaptations of like the episodes that were on Saturday mornings or whatever. So I have like animation cells for like the Iron Man show and the Fantastic Four show and Spider-Man and stuff like that. Nice. That's but awesome. they came with the comics that were the adaptation of that. So I don't know. So there were a bunch of them that were out. I don't know if it's an actual cell, but I do have, that was the first time I heard of cell or whatever, but they're basically like plastic, you know, they're like a piece of paper, but they're plastic and they have, and they have, mm-hmm. you know, drawings on them of the characters with no mm-hmm. background. So it'd be so I have like one that's like Venom standing next to Spider Man or whatever, and that's and that came with that comic. I don't know if it's worth anything, but I have a bunch of. Them. I think of them as like something you would put on an old school like overhead projector. That's yeah, how yeah, I think no, of yeah, totally. animation cells. Yeah, no, I remember uh, one time my cousin like like we like put it on the we like put it on the on the window of like the, the by the porch and we like traced over it, you know, because you can see right through it. You know, you can make it make it really cool. Like if you want to like draw the picture you just trace right over it because you can see right through it was it a 13 got to, delayed till next year i think i'm the only one sad about that but the remake that's crazy the, though that's a game, huge game. <laughs> speaking that's of a huge would, delay like that. yeah what, Spe- that's got to be something to do with like their actual like company or like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. something with like how many people they have working there like that's cr- a crazy delay for a port yeah mm. yeah we were talking about before the show we were talking about like uh you know, stuff like I like in the since we have like Turok one and two on there and like Doom one, two and three on there, like uh, stuff that we want ported to the system. And and I was trying to think up a list of like games that I would love to have ported to Switch. And and I was like, I was like 13. I was like, oh, no, wait, it's already supposed to come out there, but it's not still not. out. That's so weird. If it was on a PC, you would think I'm trying to see if it was ever on PC. Well, you would it think it'd be fairly sure easy to port I, well, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like talking like I know what I'm talking about. And I don't, but I feel like it'd be easier to port to the Switch if it'd been on PC. But if it's old 
hardware, then maybe not. So. Yeah, I wonder what they're, maybe they're trying to add something extra or something like that. I feel like I'm the only one that cares or that remember 13. 13 was a cool game, though. I had it for game. It's just a really drastic yeah. delay. Yeah. I had it for GameCube. It's going to be 14. Yeah. Oh, it's a remaster, and it's for both PS4 and Switch. So I yeah. guess it's So did the PS4 version get delayed as well? I, I can look. I think they're all delayed from what I, from what I saw. Okay. I want to talk about this one. The NBA 2K20 is adding WNBA players for the first time. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. I think it's cool. I'm... I, th- I think it's cool, but then I also thought about like we. I mean, we all okay. we all want to we all want to have the fundamentals in there that, that we can that we can play with. Well, I, so they're adding the WNBA players, but it's still like okay. So it's the it's the NBA game featuring WNBA players, and I still don't feel like I feel like it's a step in the right direction, but it's not really. You want like equal. a WNBA game? Right? Well, no, I don't, I don't want that because I don't want to buy two basketball games. I don't think anybody's realistically going to buy two basketball games. Should it I just... think it's a good idea putting it in one, but you should call it something that is just call it basketball, the game. Yeah, <laughs> and it just right. has all right. forms. Yeah, right. But then that got that kind of got me thinking too. They're never going to call it just basketball because they got a league to promote, right? Um, so I looked to like FIFA. I was like. Well, you know, FIFA doesn't do that, right? You know, FIFA is just FIFA. And I, I went to the website of FIFA, the actual league, and I, you know, not being a sports fan or whatever, I realized that they, so it's called FIFA, but then they call um, the tournament the World Cup, but then they call the Women's World Cup the Women's World Cup. Yeah. yeah. So the, what, one is the World Cup, and the other one's the Women's World Cup. Right, just like they call like, the National Basketball Association the WIT. It's the Women's, the women's Basketball yeah. Association. Yeah. But it's still right. NBA, you just put the W in front. Right. But I think it's like one of these things that's like one of these slight, what do I want to say? It's like the words sort of are, it's, it's, it's sort of slightly sexist. Oh, sure. The way that the wording goes, you know what I mean? But like, it's just if they could call it the all the NBA and then there's the men's league and the women's league. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all called the NBA. That's the way it should be. Or, well, yeah. Instead of saying like NBA featuring the WNBA, it just should yeah, be right. like. Like I think, and I say, all I said the NBA. Sexist because I do, I do think that, you know, it's, they have the right intention by making, you know, a men's league and a women's women's league and, you know, everybody gets to play. Uh, and I remember when the WNBA came out, that was like a big celebration and everything. Mm-hmm. But but it was also a butt of a lot of jokes if you remember the Clerks cartoon. Well, right. I was yeah. I was actually making I mean I was referencing a joke earlier when I said the fundamentals because that was like my favorite mm. my favorite joke about the WNBA was uh, that Futurama episode when they're like oh he doesn't like the WNBA and they're like oh well he doesn't understand the fundamentals they said it's all about the fundamentals in the, in the game. What's the fundamentals? <laughs> That's just what they say in the episode. <laughs> It's basketball. Yeah, it's the same fucking game. They they, they were like, well, they're, you, like they're like, oh, they don't dunk, the, they don't dunk, but they have better fundamentals. Is what they say. Can you play the male characters and the female characters on the same team in, in a new so. game? Or you should or be they're not going to let you do that. That would be cool. No, you should be able to make like a super like a power team with like everybody in there. I'd be into that. I mean, I'm not going to get any of these sports games. Or I hope so. It's but, virtual. Yeah. It's not like you're yeah. not getting anything Maybe special. Get hurt or yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But no, I, I got you. It's like they're just kind of tacking it onto a game that already exists. I think it's cool, it, though. I a mean, new title or something. Yeah. That's cool. It's, it's a step in the right direction. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it would. They would have to like redo the title, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, but WNBA does not get all the advertisement and stuff that the NBA does, and so right. And titles are important, yeah. like because that everybody buys that game every year, so people need to know what like they buy their right. They they buy Madden or they buy NBA Two K. I mean, Madden yeah. had you know what well, was it Madden? I don't know. There's games I played, maybe not the more serious sports games that like you bring in like. President Clinton and stuff in NBA Jam. I know it's not quite the same thing, but it's like, <laughs> come on, you can definitely bring women players into sports games. Like, you right. don't need to make a big deal out of it. Just have them in there and have them as part of the team. Yeah, have them in there. Yep. Well, I guess uh, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. I don't know how uh, they would exactly advertise it. It kind of reminds me of uh, of like the Nintendogs plus cats like sort of thing that'll probably <laughs> just like that <laughs> it's, it's like N- nba nba 2k20 plus wnba you know what i mean no i'm not trying i'm not trying to downplay it but it like the cover no, of it your example i mean that's that's what i would think of the cover would be like nba plus wnba you know in the front <laughs> but uh, regardless i'm very i'm happy that wnba is in there maybe they can find yeah. a way to title it better but but if you're looking for it and you want to play as WNBA, it should be on the front cover, being like, "Hey, we got WNBA yeah. in here." I think, that's I think good. titling it better would almost Pocky require Rocky the <laughs> Pocky and Rocky. Rocky plus Becky. I, I think titling it better would almost require like rethinking the way that they named their leagues. Is what I was trying to say. Yeah, you like, got to break. You got to break all of it down. Right, like the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour. Why? So you're saying Why like how men play men just play basketball and then women play women's basketball. Right. Yeah. Why well, not like just, everyone just plays basketball? Yeah, why can't everybody yeah. why can't everybody participate in the NBA and it's for both sexes right. is what they're right. saying it should be. Yeah, no, I mean I I am into that. But regardless, it's cool that they put that in there. I'm I'm glad it's that really they're cool. expanding to that. Is is really the moral of our twenty minute talk about the WNBA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the uh, Do you want to talk about the Walmart thing? It's kind of like it's kind just of so yeah. stupid. Yeah, and, and it's I guess just there's the Walmart bottom line. Behavior. I guess I guess Walmart said that they didn't do it. I guess there's been some like different back and forth, whatever. Anyway, apparently they're taking out their signs about violent games, but not their guns. So fuck you, Walmart. Is what uh, is happening there? Yeah, that's how so they're, they're gonna, still yeah. going to sell the same games. They're just going to not have the signs up for them. Also, you can go, you know, in the Walmart near my house, the sports section is literally next to the toys, so... Yeah. You can still go right. over, like, three aisles over and get a gun. Yeah, they were saying that they, Maybe didn't, they didn't want to advertise be... violent games, but they're still going to straight-up sell guns. So. I can't believe that Thank argument's, you. like, coming back. The games cause people to become shooters. Walmart's just doing it for their, for their freaking... <laughs> they're, it's just, they're yeah, just it's, doing just it. it's a PR thing. That's yeah. all it is. And they know that a lot of people that are Walmart patriots or you know, patriots. Or yeah. patrons they're patriots, sorry. Walmart patriots. They probably are. <laughs> but I know what I mean. I mean Yeah, yeah. Walmart's like a in a lot of small towns, Walmarts are like they they they're very central centrally binding concept. Like People literally will like go and just hang out at Walmart. There's nothing else. To do. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. in Michigan it was Meyer for a while when I was growing up. You know, there's always yeah. the big store that everybody congregates at. What are you doing I... on Friday night? Of course, you go into Meyer or you go into Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just like wholly a bad idea. Like if you 
own one of these mega stores that can house thousands of people at the same time. It's it's the Before same thing. Like, yeah. It's, it's the exact yeah. same thing as before with blaming the violent video games. It's just it's a little scapegoat that you can you can put some juice into and then just let it go because no one's gonna notice when you stop talking about the video games. Like no one's gonna yeah. notice when Walmart does this for one month and then puts up a sign for I don't know what's coming out, like a new Halo game or something. Right. Like it's those games aren't particularly gruesome, I'm sorry, but like that was just the example that came to mind. Yeah, sure. Uh, in a month from now, no one's going to be like, Walmart begins using violent signage again. That's not going to be an article. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's an easy it, thing to just throw up as a temporary scapegoat. It's just, so I was kind of I was it, kind of heartened to see this time around, you know, that this whole argument is being played out again. I think I feel like the mainstream news outlets and even like some late night shows, like they're not they're not taking it. Like I, I see them fighting back, like this L.A. Times article. LA Times, big publication. Their headline was Walmart takes down violent video game displays but keeps selling guns. Yeah. Like in the in the headline they pointed out mm-hmm. the hypocrisy. Yeah, right. It's like uh I thought that was really cool. We're not going to stop selling the things that are actually causing the shootings. Yep. <laughs> we're going to the literal yeah. devices used to do the murder. Yeah, what's actually used to kill someone. We won't stop selling that. But hey, uh yeah. some game shit. It, it's all dumb. You shouldn't shop at Walmart anyway. Walmart's a shitty place. Well, it's amazing they've they've been making that argument since like they were they were talking about way back in the day with the Columbine shooters. They were saying that they 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 were avid that avid players of Doom, uh-huh. and like the guns in Doom are like all totally fantasized, and you can't even aim. Like I don't know what playing Doom would have really <laughs> helped them or aided them in any sort of yeah. ability to like go into a place and shoot a bunch of people. Maybe it just like they're they're getting like it's messing with their mind and make like the idea. Looking at Doom today, everyone would go that that's something that's really uh, scary. It's it's like looks silly now. Like uh, like looking at Mortal Kombat too, which well, yeah, is it's like, like that, I mean, Mortal Kombat was a big thing too, and that was always a joke that I would say. It's like, yeah, you know, I tried to reenact Mortal Kombat, but I just couldn't pull my my friend's heart out of their chest. I really tried, you know, <laughs> but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I I guess like the argument you could you could almost make it a little bit more because like there's so many more shooters that have have, like real guns in them. I think like the gun manufacturers actually work with the some of the games to get the get their guns in the games. But yeah, like back then it's it's, probably the other way around. But oh, I don't know. Yeah, like them contacting the gun manufacturers to yeah. I mean, I've heard that before, but like, but with like with those old, old, old games when they first started making this argument, they they were totally fantasized weapons. Like, it's just so silly to me. I don't know. I saw a meme, and I've seen the meme posted by people across the board uh, politically on my Facebook and Twitter and stuff. And the meme was just like humanity introduced to mass violence, and it's like the picture of the first pong machine or something like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it's like a historical photo of like when violence came, when let, mass shooting started. Let me tell you, the introduction of video games. When I couldn't find that thing that I had to shoot in Turok Two, man, I just wanted to shoot people. I'm, I'm kidding. That's not what happened. I modified my <laughs> Nintendo Zapper. It's now an AR-15. Oh God! Don't do that. But speaking, you gotta of, kill uh, all the ducks. <laughs> Yeah, duck. What if twenty five to forty feral ducks show up in my yard? Duck hunt really inspired people to <laughs> to want to shoot the dog go, that laughs. At yeah, you. to go hunting. <laughs> they made they made you want to shoot that laughing dog, which Jeremy's done. 
which I've done. Yeah. And it, it made Everybody me feel shot good. that dog. It was vacation. No, I did it for real in the uh, arcade version. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? A couple weeks ago, yeah. Hey, hey. I, I thought you said you shot a dog. I was like, oh my God, Jeremy. No, I mean, <laughs> other than, you know, Old Yeller that one time. <laughs> but that was for his good. I, I don't think we have this on the notes, John, but I think this is probably one of the bigger news thing for me for the week. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but the Time Splitters co-creator is uh, now working for THQ Nordic, and he's planning on mm. plotting the future course of the Time Splitter series. So uh, there's actually a sign that we might get another Time Splitters game, yeah. which excites me because I love Time Splitters, and 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 I would love for Time Splitters two or three even to show up on the switch. Like those would be really cool games to play. Cause those games were really, really good. Yeah. What if there was a new time splitters and they like, yeah, they did the remakes as a, mm-hmm. as sort of like a, a warm up, a teaser. Yeah. But, uh, Steve, Steve Ellis is his name. Uh, he was one of the original creators of, of time splitters. And he also worked for rare before that worked on, uh, golden eye and perfect dark, I believe, but he has joined up with, with uh, deep silver who owns the, um, who owns the Time Splitter IP? So there's a chance that they might actually use it. And I even saw, uh, I even saw Graham Norgate uh, retweeting it on Twitter, who did the soundtrack for Time Splitter. So, so I don't know. there's a there's people a people are talking about another it. thing. There's another thing related to that, but uh, I just saw this this posted yesterday. I'm trying to send it to you if it's Wilson. But around half of I don't know if you guys have talked about this, but around half of the uh, Retro staff still works at Retro, the, the Metro Prime staff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I saw that. I really I'm – st- I'm still waiting to see what they're doing because uh, Retro hasn't come out with the game since what, yeah, the re-release of, of Tropical Freeze on Switch. Like, come on, guys. What are you up to? Yeah. So there must be another game that they were working on besides Metroid because why would they have not been doing Metroid to begin with? Because mm. probably they were working on something else. For sure. And then – but yeah, but people were concerned that like, okay, well, Retro's working on it, but how many people are still there that made the original game? And I guess about half the staff is people that made Metroid Prime. So we know more about the new Sha- how do you say Shantae game? Shantae. What yeah. about what about the new Shantae game? What's your Shantae on Shantae? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me look at it. <laughs> I, I mean, the there's there. a lot of them. I know that. Shant- uh, they, they, pump, they pump those buggers out. There's like ten, I think, something like that. Yeah, it's a good amount of. It's yeah, it's the fifth one. Hold on, where is this? I posted it today. I've never played a Shantae game. They're good. They're like Metroid. They're yeah, they're yeah. very much like Metroidvania type stuff. I uh, I got like the first one, I think, and I I got lost in it and got stuck and uh, then didn't play it anymore. So I had that same problem again. Here it is, Jeremy. You posted at twelve fifty three. This is Shantae five. You want to read it? Yeah, so now it's called, uh, officially as of today, they announced it's called Shantae and the Seven Sirens. So it's got like a, um, it's tropical, so that's the setting, non-linear world with multiple towns and dungeons. So it may be like sort of open world. I don't know if her other games have been like that, but I don't know. Cool. New Shantae game. Yeah. There's also a, there's also a new Bubble Bobble coming out, Bubble Bobble Four. All right, that was kind of talk about that. That was kind of something uh, that came out of nowhere. 
Are you guys interested in another bubble bobble? Yes. Totally. A okay. four player bubble bobble? Absolutely. Yeah. You want to be like, what is it? I haven't watched the trailer, but I hope it's in the trailer. That that horrible song. Sure. I mean, I'll play a bubble bobble. I liked, I mean, I think bubble bobble one had a lot of fun with it when I was a kid, you know, sure. Taito! Yeah. I don't think there's a date for it yet, but it'll be this year. Um, actually, one that I saw in here that I'd forgotten about. Nintendo is going after people on YouTube who have been putting up music. Which, Uh-oh. What radio? Which, uh, yeah. <laughs> they haven't come for me yet. <laughs> but they but they might. I don't know. No, uh, that, I mean, listen, Nintendo. I know you don't listen to the show. But if you do, why don't you just release some of your soundtracks? Why can't we just buy your soundtracks? I'll buy them. Put them out there, please. There's no way to buy any official Nintendo soundtracks, really. Like, there's no, like, records. There's no, like, digital stuff. Just fucking put it out there, and we'll pay for it, man. Right. That's all I'm saying. I mean, Nintendo like, and the Strip have their own record label at this point. They could, they yeah. Their, they really uh, could. I mean, any of the Nintendo soundtracks that I got legally were, like, I got them from, like, Nintendo Power. Or, like, I got, like, the Majora's Mask soundtrack from Nintendo Club as, like, a bonus, you know. But you can't, like... I can't just what like was it? go. Twilight Princess yeah. that came with the, uh, or no, Skyward Sword that came with yeah, the, yeah with I the orchestra, yeah. But I mean, it's like it's not really that available. Like I can't go out and buy like the Arms soundtrack, or I can't. I mean, I guess in Japan you can. You can buy the discs of Splatoon. I mean, I bought mm-hmm. I bought the Splatoon soundtrack for my nephew because he's really into it. But I had to import it from Japan. But it's like, why can't you just just make the shit available here digitally, and I'll totally buy it. Yeah. You know, yeah. So At least Capcom give it, like, make it an option to buy it before yeah. you like start going after people. Yeah, and I, I understand the copyright thing, but also it's not available, so it's kind of like, hey, man, like a lot why? of us. Why are you wasting your money with your lawyers and everything? Yeah, putting out all these takedown notices, and you don't have any way to monetize the music. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to take them down, you should at least give us an option to buy them somewhere because i would so, you know like what if they, they could make even more money and like i don't know if anyone's tried this before but what if they like sold a license to use it on youtube yeah like you actually got it directly through nintendo and you yeah. bought it piece by piece or game by game if you were that interested in using it and avoiding demonetization or mm-hmm. even just like even not even demonetization but like not getting flagged for any other reasons like yeah. I don't yeah, know. Just give us the option, Nintendo. It's yeah. no brand. Right. I mean, Nintendo's like so. I mean, they're so like focused on copyright and stuff that I'd believe that they'd be like, "Oh no, we want it to not be available, and we also don't want it to be up there anywhere." You know, so that seems was like-, it like a year ago or so. Capcom put all their music. Was it all their music or like all the Mega Man music or something? On Spotify. I know Sega. Like if Nintendo had their own channel on Spotify Sega or something. Well, Sega did it, and actually Final Fantasy just did it like a month ago. They put all of their stuff yeah. on there as well. But I mean, you can you can buy that stuff, also. Like I mean, I it, it, whenever Pretty I much see, always been able to buy the Final Fantasy stuff. When like I, even back in the you had to import it, but you could sure fine. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted, like I feel like whenever I see something on Spotify, I can buy it in real life, and I do. I'll buy the digital code for it, you know, because I, I love getting soundtracks. And actually, when we were doing our when we were doing our Fire Emblem episode with six. Like, I uh, actually had to record stuff off of my Switch to put it in the episode because all of the – because people did try to put Fire Emblem music up there, but it had all been blocked. It had all been completely removed, so I couldn't actually find it on YouTube like I normally do for editing the podcast. So I went out of my way for you guys, the listeners, 
to make sure that you had some Fire Emblem shit on there. I recorded directly off my Switch <laughs> to put it to put it on the show. So that's uh, that's what I do for that. But I would love that. Uh, why can't that be available? Why can't we just buy the Fire Emblem soundtrack? I'd totally do that. But yeah, um, I think we're good, right? I think we're good. I think that's good for the news for the week. Um, this has been episode 184 of Nintendo Main Podcast. Uh, thank you for guesting, Jesse. Uh, is there anywhere... Um, that you would like to tell the listeners at home to find you, uh, Twitter, Instagram, anything like that? Oh, I have um, Atomic Toaster Yo on Twitter and Instagram, and I got my little cartoon that I'm doing. You started doing, like, uh, political cartoons recently, sort of, right? Yeah, I'm trying to do more. I've only done, like, a two or three, but I want to start doing them every week. Cool. Yeah, I'll put it I'll put it in the uh, notes and I'll tag you on the on the Twitter okay. and all that. Awesome. And uh, you can you can find us at nintendomainpodcast.com. Uh on Twitter, I'm Nintendo underscore domain uh, Jeremy is Jmacstack, J M A K S D A K. You can find that on there. Uh we have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast, and a twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. That's where you can see all of our streams. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, my next I'll be streaming Grandia Collection Friday night, so you can check that out. And uh, you can also look at the previous um, Friday the 13th stream that I did from Tuesday. If you want to check that out. And of course, there's streams of like Turok 2 and a bunch of other... Uh, there's some uh, Tony Hawk stuff in there, which is like a preview to our Patreon that's coming up soon. If you want to listen to any of our bonus episodes, they're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, they're actually, I've lowered everything to a dollar. So all you have to do is, uh, give us a dollar awesome. and you can listen to all of our bonus stuff. So, and that's, Come on, uh, give us a dollar. The the content is worth it. If I you promise. gave us a dollar a month for a year, that's $12 a year. That's way cheaper than the Nintendo online service. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we will and we'll not... warn you ahead of time. If we see, so we see weirdness from the old big in, we're not <laughs> afraid to call them out. <laughs> and we won't be throwing you any vice project doom or anything like that. I mean, I like that game, but. You know. Also, I saw we filed a patent for an N64 controller. So, you know, <laughs> maybe our Patreon, you know, guests, you know, N64 games. How about that? And as I, met- and I mentioned earlier, uh, at the $10 level, you can get some Perler Bead stuff from Jeremy. And uh, at the $50 level, you can get some uh, cross-stitch stuff from Jess as well. So take a look at that at uh, patreon.com slash podcast. And uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Mikowski. <laughs> I'm John. You guys are all making fun of my pause that wasn't even meant to be there. And special guest? Jesse Bramall. (laughs) (laughs) I hate all of you. Anyway, uh, we'll uh, see you next week. Thanks for listening. (laughs) See
Hey, man, I... Hold on. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Stop! <laughs> Leave that in.